On tonight's episode of the Gamecasters, we talk about a lot of hot new games we've been playing, we bring back the Instagram inbox, and then we end the show with our top five board game content creators. Stay tuned. Episode 67 of the Gamecasters podcast, the only show that dares tell you it's okay for kids to listen to 50 minutes after we've said the F word multiple times. <laughs> yes, unpredictability or maybe lack of preparedness or lack of self-control seems to be the hallmark of our show. So if you're looking to find the same old drivel drivel and you think you've got the brazics down, think again, you hunk. Typical hunk. So we've got a so-so show lined up for you to know with Jeff saying, oh no, while I innuendo and Natalie explodes from her bottom part below. Just kidding, don't you know? She doesn't actually blow other than from her nose. So to change all the tone and make your manly bits grow, I figured I'd talk about my girl Gal Gadot. I think one time I spoke with Jeff's older bro Joe, and the thing he told me was, look bro, she's hot, whoa, but you've got too much dough in your stomach, you know, so in order to glow and say, hot woman ho, you should challenge your friends from now until it snows. And so I started a weight loss challenge. Wow. I need to listen to this again. That is, you're crazy. That was straight off the brain. (laughs) Yeah. How long did that take you? Yes. I mean, again, Okay, so I was telling Jeff and Nelly before I start. So I, I do a script for every show, but I never know <laughs> oh, really? where it's going to yeah. go. <laughs> so sometimes my fingers just flow. Oh, my God. No, so I sit down to write the script, and I, it's a blank page, a white blank page just staring at me. And anyone that's ever had writer's block knows that you just – the hardest part is just putting those started. first, like, yeah. words down on the paper. <laughs> and so I just kind of sit there, and then – I don't even think my fingers just do all the typing for me and they just kind of go and wherever they go, that's where I go. So that's what happened here. I just started rhyming and now we're here. Now here we are. (laughs) Yes, the Instagram weight loss challenge has begun and it's basically an extension of the BGG weight loss challenge I used to do for many years, many years ago. I'm about as heavy as I've ever been. I was told by someone in this Reddit thread that if I just ate pizza, ice cream, cake, and kickstarts in a continuous loop for six months, that 85% of it would go directly to my penis because oh. I really wanted to get a gargantuan penis, but it didn't work. So Reddit user Joshi Pounds Pastrami said that he was like pretty sure it <laughs> would. Fat boy, get down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Aww. Fat boy, get down. Um, like a cheese pizza, like, like a, a cheese, cheese pizza. pizza. <laughs> Pepperoni. <laughs> anyway, I, I can't button my pants, but I'm fairly certain that's just because of my waistline. So anyway, I started a weight loss challenge. It goes eight weeks. Uh, the way it works is there's about 20 of us, which is pretty sweet. Uh, we've all thrown in 10 bucks. And if by the end of the challenge, anyone that loses 6% of their initial starting weight splits the pot evenly with anyone else who does, right? So there's not a ton of money, and there's like 200 bucks. So if we all achieve the 6% goal, we'll get our money back. If like only one person does, they get 200 bucks. If two, they each get 100 bucks, right? Mm-hmm. If nobody achieves a 6% goal, the money stays in the pot and will roll over into a new challenge. Cool. Is or anyone I'll surprised that Ryan created another challenge? Another challenge. Here I go. <laughs> I don't know. I, I can't not have a challenge Painting or two challenge, or three going on at once. <laughs> well, we were, Natalie and I just went on our honeymoon a year later to the northeast. Well, we talked about briefly on the last episode because we had to record early. Mm-hmm. And we ate so much food. Natalie had a lobster roll for like four meals in a row. <laughs> That's like the fun of vacation, though. Yeah. yeah. You just eat whatever well, you want. Because we, there was a lot of seafood over there that, not that they don't have it here, but it's way better it's way there better because there. it's all fresh. Yeah. 
caught you know all the most of the restaurants we went to were like right on the water yeah caught, you caught your own fish yeah, yeah. You brought it in there, Get out there and, catch, and catch one of the things that we kept yeah. hearing about were like lobster rolls and, and i'm like what is it that it's like gross. lobster like meat in like a piece of bread like in a roll and we we're like yeah. yeah that sounds gross and so i was like one night one restaurant i was like i'll just get one and see and i was like oh my god it's so good every restaurant like the next three meals yeah <laughs> everybody <laughs> had it were you just like are you getting a lobster roll again yeah yeah i, I was excited for them because I was like yeah they're just good i was like, I was like well, well, i might never come hypocrite. back here <laughs> I so i got tons of oysters which oh my god yeah he, oh his, my, my thing was lobster rolls so good Anyway, so we kept eating and eating and eating, and then we had to walk places, and I just felt gross and uncomfortable. And so I was like, you know what? It's time. I used to do this weight loss challenge on Board Game Geek. Yeah. I mean, for years. There's a lot of people. They used to do it with our friend ago. group, even. Our friend yeah, group used right. to do it. I would run all these things. Yeah. And so, yeah, in Board Game Geek, we'd get upwards of like 150 people would join. There'd be like a ton of people in there. And Wasn't it Geek Gold that you... Yeah, so instead of money actual money in the board game geek challenge you'd spend geek gold which is the you know the the fake currency on board game geek Mm -hmm. and you know uh you can use geek gold to to buy things like uh micro badges Mm -hmm. geek badges Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and so it was really cool and it was you know pretty easy level of entry for people to get in and then the with 150 people the pot of geek gold was huge because it was 20 geek gold to enter that's right and you would do all these stats every week and so i'm going to do that again yeah so i'll tell us all how much we've lost in meeples yeah yeah yeah. we'll do the top it'll be a top five every week so you'll be able to see and it's all in percentages so people's weights are not being shared at all it's just the percentage of weight that Mm -hmm. they've lost right so the only person that will ever see anyone's weight is me and if you're okay with that, be in the challenge, you know, I'll share my weight with you um, if you need to. <laughs> if you just want, hey, I told you me. Hey, I, need, I told I you how you fat weigh. I was. Yeah. You tell me how fat you are. <laughs> um, so it's weird, though, because we started on Monday. I I woke up this morning. I don't have a six-pack yet, and I don't really understand Wait, so it's been like why. six whole days? And I you don't know. Have Isn't that embarrassing? Yet? Yeah, I don't know if you're going to win. That's weird. That's well, it's kind of annoying. <laughs> you're in trouble. Just, it's just the process, man. Anyway, so it's really awesome. <laughs> Um, I'm really excited. I'm very highly motivated. It's been a very difficult year, as a lot of you know. And so this is a good way to, I think... Take care of yourself. Yeah. It's a good step. Right. Because, Jeff, you're doing something, too. Yeah. uh, My wife, Devin, and I have just trying to, again, just watch what we eat, be healthier, because... Like, look at it as... We're sort of like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) We're, you know, (laughs) quarantine is getting like ending right like we we live in michigan and and uh restrictions are getting lifted here very soon um vaccination rates are going up cases are going down so things are just starting to open back up and i think that a lot of people including my wife and i are just trying to now feel better eat better because we've spent a year you know not doing that not doing that eating garbage and and because doordash is so easy they'll pick up anything for you and oh yeah (laughs) they just pick up anything and they bring me food how easy is that we got popcorn delivered to our house from the movie theater (laughs) like you know so we're just trying to just you know tighten it up a little bit yeah (laughs) so (laughs) i look back tighten it up. yeah we're we're doing that so we and we started not knowing that ryan was going to start this challenge so we started a few weeks ago devin actually started a few months ago and so we're kind of doing our own 
yeah. mission. Right. That's um, super awesome. I like that it all time. just kind of happened around the same yeah. time. It's very cool, so we yeah. can all kind of help each other, which is awesome. Uh, we're also moving right along with the Marvel Painting Challenge. Black oh, Widow yeah. is up for voting this week, as well as a prize for the best use of the color purple with Oprah Winfrey and Whoopi Goldberg. Whoever uses purple the <laughs> best way will get a point. So Ben Kennard, the con artist, is just so freaking good, right? This guy's got four points, I think. He's won four of the six, six or seven so far six? there's okay. been six he's won four of the six um up until recently i was only giving one point for the best painted mini i quickly realized okay ben is just if you look at the total number of votes across the whole challenge he's got like so many more <laughs> okay. than everybody yeah. else so i was like I, I don't want to deter ben you know ben shouldn't be handicapped because he's better right was my thought so i thought okay how can i just bring more people to get close. So I was like, well, I'll make these mini challenges that do come with a prize. They also will get a point as well as now I'm kind of doing so like on the off weeks of mini challenges, the top two will get a point. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. And so in the last week, the, um, we did, uh, Venom, our own Natalie James won the prize, got the first point. And Ben got no points. Ben got no points because Mr. Measles got the second point. Measles, go Measles. And so (laughs) Natalie and Mr. Measles were the only other two who even had points. So now they both have two points. Ben has four. They're nipping at his heels a little bit. He's feeling the pressure. But he's a masterful painter. He's really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely hope that you know he continues to break his painting. I think can he likes in the his sleep so he doesn't feel it comes out for a few weeks. Given we rest are of going over there chance. next weekend, so we could do some sabotage. <laughs> Don't listen to this, Tanya man. Harding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ben, will you hold this nail while I yeah. hammer it in? <laughs> Seriously, Ben and Ken, I feel like are on like they're like a level above us all i would say ben and ken especially mm-hmm. there's like tiers like ben and ken are and maybe mr measles are yeah. probably in like the top tier tier one everyone else is pretty much similar in the next tier below us um and that's just the way it is i didn't expect ben to get so many more votes than the rest of us but he is bringing it because i've he's, seen he's good yeah it's like it's good it's incredible how good he did he, he, so well, um what he said too about venom so you know, he didn't get any points this week, but he had already painted Venom and he even said this on their podcast, but he had already painted Venom before the challenge even started. So he didn't paint it Ooh. for a competition. Right. So, yeah. And so the, like, you he know, still didn't win. <laughs> you can tell like, <laughs> yeah. like he paints it and he then when he knows third. that people are going to be judging it, he yeah. like, well, this is one <laughs> the last few weeks as a third party outside looking yeah. in. The first couple weeks, I could pick Ben's out of all of them. Yeah, doesn't yeah. mean that Ben's was necessarily my favorite. I could yeah, pick it out because it was, it was just so good. Yeah. yeah. The last couple weeks, I feel like I haven't necessarily known exactly which ones Ben is. Uh, I can be like, cool. oh, it's one of these couple. Yeah, it's probably, probably one of these few. But I think that's good. I think you know Ben being so good elevates yeah, other people's maybe people absolutely. Are to you know, theirs. that is a great you know point. being great is one thing, but there also got people you know who well, want. Well, see, to that's be another that reason why because he's been him and I talked a little bit about it, and he's like, you know, I'm starting to feel a little bad. He's like, is this going to be fu- if I you know keep winning? Is this going to be fun for people? You know, and I was like, that's not your. That's not on you. That's yeah. on me. You know what I mean? You keep doing what you're doing yeah. because that's a, what Jeff just said is exactly right. Kind of. So he's a son of a bitch, right? We all agree. Everyone, we hate <laughs> I was gonna, Ben. Just gonna sucks, say, right? It sounds like he's a nice guy. No, like, he's not just like Ben. Like, ben like, in is your the, face, everybody. I'm no, better no, than you. Ben. He's like, we oh, all agree he sucks, but <laughs> no. the fact that, <laughs> the fact that he's painting so well, it definitely 
Ella, and I would honestly throw Ken in this too. I feel like Ken has got. I feel like Ken got under, shafted. Yeah, he's got the first. Well, the first one. <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah, yo. <laughs> if you went back and gave second place votes for the first few, yeah, Ben would have Ken gotten. Ken would have had I mean, a couple. Yeah. So Ken would have gotten the second again, place. Again, I total up all the votes. Ben and Ken are Ben, Ken, and Kevin are above. Like Ben has like fifty more votes than the next person, and then mm-hmm. Ken still has a bunch more above us. Kevin is like third. Mm-hmm. And then me, Natalie, Ben, Dave, you know, we're yeah. all like kind of, yeah. we're all kind of close. If Ben and Ken were not in it, Kevin would probably be at the top. Yeah. But it'd be a lot closer. If Ben wasn't in it, Ken would win every time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's, but that's the thing that's been the bummer is Ken doesn't have a point yet because Ben is like, he just keeps winning or if he doesn't, it's weird. He's getting, the way, Ken, I feel like Ken's are so good. They are. And it's just not, it just doesn't seem to like line up. You know what I mean? Like, he'll yeah. paint so awesome, but then one other person in that week will do something different enough That's just to siphon Always some the bridesmaids. Yeah, yeah always, always the bridesmaids. Never the bride. <laughs> <laughs> but I did want to, I wanted to do a, since we're at, we're through six of these, I wanted to do kind of a halfway how do you feel with oh. the challenge. Oh. Okay. So I want to ask you about this too, Natalie. Um, but I, I looked through this and I said, okay. Um. Am I having fun with this? Like <laughs> the go. question. Uh, <laughs> and this is my my opinion is kind of similar to what I've heard Ben say. Um, I don't know if I'm having fun, right? Okay. And th- okay, now that sounds that sounds ominous. All right, there are a lot of things I find fun about the challenge. I love running it. I love seeing everyone's work. That's like the, mm-hmm. when people send me pictures. That's the greatest freaking yeah, thing ever. Cool I love putting the posts together and like. Like right before it's about to go out, and I love the anticipation of like, what are people gonna think? I love hanging out with with you, Natalie, while we get to do this. But then the actual painting part, which is like the part that matters the most, <laughs> right, is more stressful oh than just fun because it's really like humbling and a little embarrassing, especially when you see literally every other model get votes and you are the only one sitting there with crickets and tumbleweeds. That happened to me last week with Venom. Every single other person got at least two votes. I got one well, pity vote from Natalie. Also. And that's it. You also painted no, I know. Venom that was before my challenge, first and it was your very first one. Right. No, no. I'm not specifically talking about that. But I know it feels bad. But it sucks mm-hmm. a lot. You know, you, and yeah. you see that you, you can't help but like go, oh, there was a, there was a few weeks where there must have been three people in this one week. I think it was Ultron. Oh. Or maybe. Maybe or, or Iron Man. One of the two of those weeks. There was three or four posts that were like, hmm, it's between this one and that one. One of those that was between was mine. And not any of the four of them ultimately picked mine. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it's like, oh, uh, like, so damn it. I almost yeah. had four votes and now I have zero. Right. You know, and so, like, you can't help but feel bad when that happens. Um you know, especially when you're spending like six or more hours on one little tiny model, see all that hard work go completely unrecognized to the point of almost humiliation. It's just hard to swallow. I wanted to be, I wanted this to be a, just a little, little fun competition, and it really is. I just didn't realize I was going to be as affected um, by the voting and the comparisons as I am. I guess it makes sense, right? Because it's something you're pouring your sweat into. You know, you're creating something. Uh, and then it just goes up for peer review, and it's really scary, mm-hmm. you know? So I am having fun, just not in the way that I expected. 
So for that reason, I can't wait until it's over because <laughs> my incredibly little painting experience before the challenge began or when I painted the mini uh, for Jeff for Cerebria yeah. was like such a different feeling than what I'm getting in this challenge. When you're just painting for play or you're painting and you're not comparing it to others for voting, it's just really relaxing. Which is, I think, my favorite thing about painting the miniatures is the relaxation that comes with it. You know, Natalie and I just sit down, we put on some music, and then we just kind of chat, and it's really relaxing. We yeah. just kind of just take our time, and, oh, what do you think about this color? Oh, that's cool. Um, but with the challenge, that part of it is the only thing that's gone. <laughs> the relaxation <laughs> part has been stripped away, right? So, And that, that might sound like I'm unhappy with the challenge, and that could not be further from the truth. All of my thought each week is bent on this, and I'm loving that. There's this little community of us who are all in the same boat, painting each week, sharing our experiences, positive, negative, and it's really cool to be a part of that. So I do love the challenge. I really do. And I honestly think it's doing amazing things for my skills and overall painting, as Jeff alluded to, with, you know, you see Ben and Ken uh, and Kevin and everybody, really, mm -hmm. paint what they're painting, and you you're just, every week, you're trying to, like, I don't want to say outsmart them, but you're trying to like. How can think, I make mine? How stand can I make mine? Yeah. yeah, I know I'm not as good of a painter as a lot of the people in this challenge. So how do I? That's what my whole goal has been. Like, how do I separate myself? I know I'm not going to be able to paint this as well as them, but can I do something different that'll get noticed? Mm -hmm. And I have liked that. So pretty much all of the miniatures I've painted, most of them, have been not. Of the norm. I like typical. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Like my red skull, I did this OSL. I put the, you know, the um, Tesseract. The Tesseract in his hand. My Iron Man, I went crazy on and painted him like just the armor coming out, just coming on. Yeah. I made the base with the Avengers A. Right. Um, that was cool. Yeah. There's uh, my Ultron, I made OSL on him. Too. So I, I've tried to do something different just to stand out. And that has been really cool because mm -hmm. I'm learning new techniques that I probably wouldn't be trying otherwise. I'd right. probably just be painting them straight right. because we're going to play with it and it's cool. Yeah. But so that all that kind of stuff I do like. But after the challenge is over, I want to keep this going while removing the one, removing the one part I don't like about this challenge and bringing the one part I do like before back in. So I want to bring the relaxation back in. And keep everything else except the like stressful challenge part. And I want to create a hashtag, something like just keep painting or hashtag get your minis painted. Like Nemo. Yes, yeah. exactly. We're, we're encouraged to <laughs> yeah. paint, but that's it, right? Paint your minis and use the hashtag so we can all see them. So we can still keep sharing our work. Um, but maybe, I, you know, maybe I do a certain thing. I'm like, hey, everybody, I'm using uh, object source lighting on my next mini. Why don't you guys try that on a mini? Right. But there's no, there's no voting. There's no voting. It's just whatever. like, oh, yeah, just cool. Sharing. Okay, we're going to do this technique and then share what you've done. So I want to keep that going so we can keep the painting going because that's yeah. my favorite part about and the I challenge. And I do like seeing people are painting. minis painted too. Oh, that's the best part about the challenge when they send me their stuff. And I'm like, look what he did. Yeah, just scrolling oh, through them is fun. Yeah. <laughs> even like, even Devin, who, you know, <laughs> yeah, what does she could care not about care <laughs> less. <laughs> about Ew. painting minis. Yeah, we'll course. scroll through them and be like, oh, I like one, I like seven. Well, she really, like, yeah. she spends some time She does she... spend time on it and she has voted for Natalie a few times. A lot. I think. And, so has Ben. Ben but, Kennard randomly votes for Natalie almost every time. And, <laughs> yeah, so even, you know, it's just fun to look at it because, again, it, this is coming from, you know, I'm looking at an unpainted one. It's blue. Yeah. It's blue plastic right. to something oh, yeah. that looks... Awesome. Like you said, every single and no matter what you do to it, it'll look better. Yeah, and if you yeah, guys just want to quit and paint my cerebrio minis, that's cool. <laughs> that is because... the next. So right after we're done with this <laughs> yeah. challenge, that's what we're doing. Yeah. We're going. Well, we're going to. Yeah, because go Natalie just painted, I just painted harmony. One in so between. If, yeah, yeah, if you've um if you played cerebria um 
Harmony is one of the minis that's like beautiful and it he looks so Harmony. awesome. Great, didn't she? It looks awesome. And <laughs> Ryan painted Hatred. Yeah. So I think Ryan's doing. Yeah. I don't, are you doing all the dark ones? I didn't all the even sad think about ones? it. Okay. I was going to say, know. I should do the top um, ones and you should well, do the bottom Well, there's that one up there I really want to do with the, the red base on the second from the right. That was the one I almost okay. did before yeah, I did there's some, you, there's some really Those minis are so good. Yeah, they look so cool. Yeah. And they're big. And so they take a lot of paint, but it's like, it's easier. It it's is. Easier. Yeah. It's just easier to paint them, I it think. It is easier. Yeah. But so, yeah, hopefully the, we keep the sharing and the community aspect that I have loved about this challenge alive, removing the peer review and keeping the potential humbling feelings out of it. So that's where we are at with both the weight loss challenge and the painting challenge. Jeff, what is up with you, my friend? Um, I got stuff going on. We're yeah. done with school. School's over. <sighs> yeah. Um, this are a, you doing any like summer school I'm not. things? Or I have in the, the past a lot. Um, just ran like a summer school program. I've run this like middle school. We called it bridge program, basically for eighth eighth graders moving into ninth grade. And I'm just taking a break from that. This year was just really stressful. And yeah. Devin and I are just going to take the summer off. We have some professional development to do over the summer. We both have about a week of professional development work what does that to mean? do. Um, just like training on specific teacher stuff, like whether it's reading strategies or I'm kind of running this culturally <laughs> responsive teaching group. So we're meeting. You have to you go know, in. No, we're just, we're just Zooming. Oh, that's cool. Um, and there's like modules to do. So it's just kind of trying to to make you a better teacher over the summer a little bit. So it's not like, you know, we're sitting around sort of thing. Sure. And so we're doing that, but we're not, I'm not going into teach or do anything like extensive, which is nice. So, cause last summer was kind of, I don't want to say robbed from us because it was, you know, we were in a pandemic, but we didn't get to take Jack to the park or to take Jack yeah. to the zoo and take, you know, we, we want to take right. our son fun places. This the year. cool so thing I think we're gonna is be doing that. He's a little older now to where I think he'll enjoy it. more. He's having, right. we just went to the park today in the in the rain we went last <laughs> week we've gone to the zoo a couple of times he's just having so much yeah, fun yeah he can just, walk around he can interact yeah mm -hmm. it's it's just a we're gonna enjoy him this summer and not worry about work too much so i'm really excited about that natalie and i just finished watching a show oh Ooh, yeah what was it we watched a show called cruel summer yeah it's a cruel cruel, cruel and summer. they don't use it was on no no it was on Missed what was it on like Family, freeform. freeform. What? What is that? I think that used to be ABC Family. I and think, oh, it's was, a channel. It's oh. a channel. Right? Was it used to be ABC Family or no? Freeform? I don't know. I just watch it on Hulu. I just watch yeah. it on Hulu. So it was on <laughs> yeah. Hulu. Freeform, but, that's not the one that Shit's Creek was on, right? No, that was FX, I thought. No, it was Look on it some up. like Canadian channel. Freeform. BBC. <laughs> so, no. Uh, CBC. Shit's Creek. Um, S-C-H-I. Creeka. Shit's Creeka. Shit's Creek. Season one through six. Free to watch on CW Seed. <laughs> Wait, Shit's Creek. Freeform. Yeah, Freeform. Oh, okay. It's on Freeform. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I guess they're, they use their Shit's Creek money to make this show. They, I thought it was fine. <laughs> I think it Jessica think Biel it? Like, is like the. Yeah, and she wrote, she was part of the, the show called The Sinner on USA, which yeah. I liked. I, Wait, did yeah. she, was Jessica Biel in the. No, no she's, she's just like the writer, oh, producer, the producer director. Of okay. it, yeah. Is they, she still married to J Tim? Yeah. I think so. They really? just had a baby like last year during the pandemic. No shit. I want to hang out with them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's trying to hang out with them. Write some music. I just listened to her on a podcast. She sounds oh, cool. The Game Casters? Really? Yeah. <laughs> Which do we have her on? Yeah. Let's see. Let's reach <laughs> out. Why she come on? Hey, Jessica, why don't you just call and see? write the show. But I thought the show was fine. I thought the acting and the actors were yeah. just pitiful. I thought the story was good. It was a clever way to present the story and you yeah. know, lots of twists and stuff. But I agree. Like The acting was bad? Like, <laughs> yeah, they I, were like younger girls and like, yeah. I don't know. I'm not good enough to know the difference between like 
the writing being poor, the act, you know what I mean? But I felt yeah. like some of these the teenagers would say something and I'm like, that's no. just, it's like corny or over, yeah, the, it's goofy. And I'm like, okay, well, that's like weird. One of but the main girls, Jeanette, she was not that good. And no, then her friend Mallory bad. was not that good. Do you know who Mallory is? That's Kevin Smith's daughter. It really? is? Yeah. Mallory Harley Smith? Quinn, Harley Quinn Smith is her oh. name. Oh, that's and, cool. And yeah, it's Kevin She's Smith's daughter. Interesting. They were not great at Does she acting. wear a suit coat every, um, every, all the time? No, like but she hat? was. You she would was, look at her and be like, all right, yeah, that's, that's Kevin, Kevin Smith's daughter. Now that you say that, I can yes. kind of see it. Really? Yeah. Uh, but the show, I think it was probably, again, it should be like six episodes and done. Wow. It went a little long, but the story was entertaining. Like, I just wanted right. to know what happened. Like, was, I just wanted to sit down and watch 10 of them in a row and be done with it. Yeah. But instead, we got caught in this weekly cycle and like, oh my right. God, I got to wait. I got to wait. It was basically about this girl who, you know, went missing this high school summer. girl. Um, yeah, high school girl. Yeah, I guess. I don't remember yeah, she when school. she went missing. <laughs> yeah. No, he said in the summer. I said in the summer. Oh. <laughs> I don't remember. He said high school. No, I was like in the summer. She oh. was like, it's I basically, guess. Yeah. So like, sure. it's about this girl who went missing. for a long time. And then yeah. she like is found, you know, she was like held in somebody's basement and then, and it's, she like blamed this other girl for. Luring her there? No, for. She said she, she thinks the other girl like could yeah, have was... saved her, and but it go the way they did it was like each episode was um there was like girl. there was like it was one day in 1993, 94, yeah. 95. You know, so it shows like the progression of the story and oh, how so she's locked in the basement for three years. No, no, it's oh, like, no. It's like the, it's like the, the first, first summer's like introducing the characters. Like, the middle one, she's gone. Oh, and she's back. Yeah. So it kind of like right. jumps back and or forth. Or it's even okay. like the middle one's like she's back first back and then the last one like there's all these lawsuits going on and stuff and oh, it's pretty good it's, if you want to waste some time some lawsuits. that's cool if you want to waste, waste some time yeah i want to waste yeah like it's not the best i got too much time on my hands yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah what should i do we waste also just watch, watch the finale of handmaid's tale so Ooh, all my shows I, that i've been watching i haven't watched yet we're it's a good it's we started good. we're now two or three in oh yeah it was a pretty good season there's some i would say this it's I think it might be my least favorite season. However, really? there's some moments in it that are like Satisfying. incredible. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of like a slow season with incredible moments. I feel like you were less moments. angry this season than any other yeah, season. Yeah, okay. I'm not happy unless I want to murder Serena. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, she's the worst. She is the she's, she's the real villain in my opinion in the entire yeah, I agree. not just the show, yeah. every show and every she's movie. She could be she's horrible the person. She's the worst. She's yeah. one of my least favorite characters in people in yeah. anything I've ever watched. Which is yeah. a testament Her to... Her and Sherry Palmer. And it's hard because she's really hot. And typically I sympathize with the hot characters, but I hate Not her. this one. No, I hate her. Yeah. I mean, I would. But I hate, <laughs> well, but hate her. <laughs> We're uh, also watching this great show, which oh, I don't know yes. if, you've, if you've seen it or Jeff, if you would like it. so good. Oh, my God. That was Lexi. Okay. <laughs> Jeff, listen. So, let me Uncle tell you Jeff. how good <laughs> this was. It's called The Great Pottery Throwdown. It's on HBO. Okay. Dude, yeah. it is so, all I want to do is throw pottery now. Yeah, That's all I want to do. I was looking at pottery classes because we we're like obsessed with I'm it. like, I, so if you look at my Amazon cart, there's like two throwing wheels in there and right. some clay. Well, like, remember we is watched that throwing that? wheel, just like the wheel that yeah. spins yeah. on it's, the wheel. it's called yeah. a throwing wheel. They're not throwing. It's called no, throwing. So, so they call it throwing because <laughs> you throw it on the thing. You, yeah, you throw it down on it to like get the clay. So again, to, like, this is just going it. back. You got to make a ghost comment, right? This exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Remember when we watched you know yeah. what? It wasn't that. I found really? the one I found was like twenty bucks. Oh, really? It's probably a piece of shit. You know who you should probably. talk to is you should talk to Casey Shelton. Does she? I thought she just did glass blowing. No, she does pottery as well. Oh. Remember we watched that glass blowing show, yes. and then we wanted to do glass blowing. Yeah. It's the kind of the same thing. So it's like fascinating. Pottery. You know how it's, the and I'm like I they're all British too, and it's so funny is. hearing their accents. Yes, oh, I doing. think it's really really difficult to do to that. do a British to accent. Do, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. no yeah. to. 
to do pottery. It Even like a bowl difficult. is hard. Like, it looks so but these hard. people, I think, make it look so easy. Yeah, probably, I'm assuming, right? So hard. <laughs> okay, so they so they don't always just throw on the wheel. Sometimes the challenges have them like hand sculpt. These motherfuckers. Oh my gosh. The There's like a room animal. full of Ben Canards who yeah. just like get no, they do nothing. And it's like the, the most beautiful yeah. thing you've ever right. seen in your like, life. There's like oh, a perfect elephant just, right there. Like, isn't there something? There's some things where I will watch people. I'm like, I'm not good. I'm not that good at anything that they are at pottery. Yeah. Like, yeah. This that one lady's like, I'm going to make a sheep today. And we're like, what? It's and incredible. she just puts it together. It looks perfect. Yeah. It actually baws and you can shear it. No. But it's like, it's. <laughs> but then, it's like yeah, it's so British. So we like are constantly like talking with British accents. Well, Ryan already. He doesn't do need much time. to do that anyway. Yeah, he's so. doing it now. She was Uh-oh. in the kitchen the other day and she was like, gonna make some fish tonight. Gonna get no, that I call like out that. of the fridge. And I thought yeah. more like a girl. Sorry, Jim. It was, yeah. <laughs> gonna make some cod yeah. tonight. Gonna put it on I was on like, hello, Cameron. And he was just like, what's wrong with Natalie? <laughs> <laughs> Natalie's broken. Yeah. <laughs> I'm calling the doctor. Yeah, something's wrong with her. Oh. <laughs> we need to fix her. Oh my gosh. There was, but it's on HBO and I don't know what the... HBO Max. HBO Max. Whatever, I'll check it out. But I don't think it's that's good. where it was originally on. I don't know what yes, channel. Yes, probably it's BBC. On. Yeah, but they showed up. Full on penis. A penis. Whoa, and breasts. A clay penis? Or no, like a, a real human, human There's like penis. a human's like oh, um, Devin will posing. Watch it. <laughs> they were posing, you know, and they were supposed to sculpt them. Yeah. And, and they just, just showed like long, them. Well, it was, a, it was like, an emasculating episode because it was a giganto dong. That's it. <laughs> so that's why you subscribe. HBO Magnum. <laughs> I think they even said fuck too. That girl's like, oh fuck, and she oh, like, cut fuck. her arm. <laughs> that's the right bit there, bish bash bosh. <laughs> it's really it's good. It's actually really interesting. There, everybody has like different accents because like there's this one guy who's from. America. Straight from Sussex, he is. No, I don't Florida. remember. He's from some like Caribbean <laughs> island, and then he moved there, so he's got kind of this like island british accent and then there's like some people from like you know some asian countries and they've got like kind of an asian british accent that's weird and then that's there's like the an irish accent and it's like interesting i was like they're all kind of a little bit different yeah sounding it's cool it's a it cool, cool show right. you should watch it if not just for the accents alone pottery throwdown yes the great pottery the throwdown. great pottery throwdown yeah. Yeah. Ad- we never the remember the name of the throwdown. show <laughs> every day we're just like you gonna watch that pottery show yeah. we're into the third season at the end of the of third the season pottery. we're like you gonna watch that pottery show tonight yeah. <laughs> yeah it's really good we 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 binged it even while we were on vacation we were just watching it we brought a fire yeah, we brought stick. a fire right. stick. yeah that's and then it's it's what airbnbs might have hell yeah yeah great pottery throwdown that's right, bish bash bosh. Jeff, <laughs> have you been playing any games there, fella? Yep. Yeah, yep. Jeff. What have you been playing, mate? I've been playing games. <laughs> Let me tell you some games I've been right. playing before I tell you some games I've been playing. Ooh, okay. Played Arnak again. What do so you So I've now played Arnak three times. Mm. I've played it twice two-player with Devin three and I and Joe and I, and then I played it four-player at game night. I picked it at game night. We played Arnak and watched the Goonies because we were going to watch Indiana <laughs> Jones, but I didn't want to pay $10. Wait, at game night? Yeah. You had the Goonies I on? I hosted. Yeah. Oh. The Goonies on. Because we were gonna, I was going to put Indiana Jones on, but I don't have the DVD player down there, and I wasn't going to pay 10 bucks for it. Nice. So Goonies, Goonies was a close. Goonies was good. Um, yep. A close substitute. That's a good one. And we played at four, and it is. It's, it has a really different feel. And I'll I like the way that it felt because there's you know that research track you're trying to go up yep. on yeah. the, the right side yeah, of the board. Yeah, I feel there would be a lot of competition there. There's competition that. like I only got one of those tokens that was like first to the spot. The book. So there's a race for that a little more. The spaces, the the sites that you uncover kind of open up faster. Sure. Because if there's only two, you, you might discover one a turn. Yeah. You know, but with four people, you're going to get these these really cool sites that you can go to really early in the game. So that, that allows you to get more resources yeah, more faster, stuff. which I yeah. liked. And it was it was a very cool feel. It, it might have went, it was probably two hours. Um, 
but like Dave and Bill hadn't played before, so it would probably go down. Yeah. But it it was just it was a, it's good. It's Did still Dave really like it? good because it's got deck building. Dave really in it, liked so it. I feel like he would. Yeah, yeah. he we, we talked yesterday about. Um, he, he always kind of judges it, and we've said this before too. And after you play a game, if you go on BGG or you start like looking things up about mm-hmm. the game, I think that's always a sense of like, yeah, you either I must really like it. it or, yeah. yeah, so yeah. he he did that. And he really impression. liked it. I I'm I'm recommending this game to just a lot of people. I think a lot of people it would just work with a lot of type of gamers, right? All gamers, I think, could get this into this has game. The potential. To be a game caster's essential. It could. It has essential it's, potential. It's too new right now. It's too new. It's too new. That's why I said potential. More, yeah. It has essential potential. 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 <laughs> I played Trajan again e- with Devin. E. Um, the Trajan horse? Trajan, just that game just is one Trajan of my favorites, man. obviously. We played Mangrovia again, if you yeah. remember. Mangrovia is a really solid the game. The first game by the designers of The, the Magnificent. Magnificent. And mm. Capital Lux 2. Ooh. Oh. Um, and Devin and I jumped into the newest set of the Chronicles of Crime 1900 20, So 1900 just came out. We haven't done 1400 yet. So ah. there was a 14, 19, and 2400 yeah. that all came out the with a Kickstarter. So you got the the materials for it. 1400 was re- released right away. 1900 just came out um, on the app. So we just started 1400, oh, which is kind of cool. So, so you got the physical stuff at the same time. The yes, you got all the physical stuff. Yes, the, the, the app is coming out. Yep. So the fourteen hundred was out when the the Kickstarter shipped. Nineteen hundred was out mm-hmm. probably m- maybe a week or so ago. Does it do anything different, or is it? It's it's similar, but you you kind of shift um like the things that help you. Okay, so in fourteen hundred, you actually have a little dog that can like sniff scents and tell you like <laughs> like you can have it sniff an item and it can tell it, it like runs to the person that. It smells okay, like, you know what I mean? Oh, that's so cool. So in, yeah, then. so there's instead of like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I want to do background search Finger on this person, you can't do thing, you can't do that yeah. kind of stuff. Go in sniff not his balls. <laughs> yeah, so you have, you have Percival, your dog, go sniff people's balls. Balls smell like hair. Yeah. <laughs> it smells like this. And go then find here. him. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a little bit of mixing. Um, and that was kind of cool. There's also the addition of like these vision cards, sort of. So you were introduced. You were, I don't know if you're like some... Psychic? Who knows, psychic sort of. But you essentially have this dream about... Uh, the crime and you get like a couple pictures that so sort like of paranormal come together. Detective? Ooh, maybe <laughs> from lucky duck games. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the, so you get like these pictures that make sense as you play throughout the game. You're like, Oh, this is this guy or this is that, you know, so it, it, that's kind of yeah. neat. So they added a little bit. 1900s got to add something. I don't know what. And 2400, I'm really excited for Cause it's like the future. future. Yeah. They can do whatever the hell they want. Yeah. yeah. Whatever they want. So we've been jumping into some things, but cool. I want to talk about a hot game. Ooh, this game is. This game I is. I it up and it burned me. It has just been shipped out to Kickstarter backers. Have gotten them. If you've done pre-orders, you're probably getting them soon. Um, Sam from the McMeeples just said that he his game just shipped him. He got all the expansions oh, before, I want all this stuff. and then he yeah, got. Yeah, Mr. Measles did too. Yeah, so he then he just well, got the base game. This game is called Destinies. Destinies. Oh. <laughs> Destinies. We have that. Destinies. <laughs> this is the newest game from Lucky Duck. Which we just talked about Lucky Duck with Chronicles. Wow, we can't get off of this Lucky Duck. And what's Lucky so cool Duck. about Lucky Duck is they, I don't want to say everybody that works for them, but a lot of people that work for them have like this tech background. And they always seem to Makes incorporate sense. tech into their game in some sort of like technology. And and it shows up in Chronicles of Crime with scanning these QR codes. And yeah. that sort of play happens in Destinies. They have a new game coming out in the near future that is going to have more like technology. So I think it's really? kind of cool that they're sort of lucky duck doesn't suck. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, so yeah, this game's called destinies and this is a game. It not to be confused with star with, Wars destiny. Yeah. Not star Wars or destinies. not to be confused with space. 
Space or the game. Space. I got it. Move on. It's space. It's space. Move on. I said it. I said space. Man, that was. I listened back to that. We did poorly. Yeah, that was bad. Jeff's like, I think you got like 2023, and I'm like, 18. It was like 11 p.m. We normally do this at like 11 a.m. Always an excuse for. Once it gets past 10 30, I just. I'm just stuck. She's stuck. Something's wrong with Natalie. She's broken. doesn't work quite. Cameron, what's wrong with Natalie? We don't know. She's stuck. You gotta push the reset reset. button. You gotta defrag the hard drive. Plug her, plug her back in. (laughs) All right, so let me talk about Destiny's. Destiny's is a competitive, story-driven adventure exploration game. Like it. Weird player count from one to three. Yeah, three. Yeah, that is I, weird. So I didn't know that at first, right? So I am I am unboxing because I have a copy of this too. And I mm. unboxed it, and I'm like, they only gave me three player boards. <laughs> no, I was no. like, oh man. Yeah. So it plays one to three. I'm not sure how the play testing went. If four take too long, did it mess with the story, the event? I don't know. But there one are to not three, many games that are just no. for three players. Yeah. So that that's odd but one to three it's set into like this medieval sort of fantasy world which yep. is kind of cool the expansions are set in different worlds um, what the sea and sand is i'm assuming not medieval but anyway, yeah it's set in a different world <laughs> oh i want those now i know God. especially after playing this i want are they gonna, they're coming retail right yeah obviously what yeah i think it? sam i think sam uh, mcmeeple got his not from the kickstarter oh so I you can buy those now. i think so oh okay probably what, direct from lucky duck the then expansion? yeah there's like a couple expansions that so mr measles sent me a picture when his you know, a Kickstarter arrived, and there's a ton of shit, right? Yeah. You didn't get yours on Kickstarter? No, no, no. I just, I missed it on Kickstarter, of oh. course. And then as people started to get it, I was like, oh, why didn't I back that? Yeah. And then yeah. boom, now that. Anyway, so yeah. continue. So, so the way the game starts is you open up the app on your phone, and you pick the scenario that you want to play. And the, scena- and, and the, the app really tells you what to do. It says, pick your character, set your character's dial or set your character's traits to this and take a coin and move these. And it basically sets the your, your player area up for you. And then you start by selecting your destiny. So on the back of your character card is one of two destinies. And so you cool. pick that privately. And each destiny has like a QR code next to it. So it's it, it's separate when you're, when you're playing. And you, you choose it and you put it just face down in front of you. You can look at it whenever you want. And that's basically what you have to do in this adventure. Right, to okay? win, yeah. Uh, I, I don't want to spoil anything from any of the, the, the scenarios, but it could be like, all right, you need to collect something and bring it over here, right? So mm-hmm. that's, that's like your destiny. And as you interact with this dungeon crawly sort of board, right? So you yep. set up, you start with one tile face up, the app tells you this is what's on the tile. It might be a person or a place or some interaction point. And then you can move. And as you move, you flip over these tiles, and then it tells you what tiles are around that one. And you're yep. sort of dungeon crawling around this map, interacting with the landscape, the people, all trying to fulfill this destiny. destiny. And it utilizes these QR codes in a similar way to uh, Chronicles of Crime, but but different. So... Everything that you have, all these items that you get, you can interact with the environment differently. So let's say I'm going hunting and I want to hunt something and I happen to have a bow and arrow. As I hunt them, I can scan my bow and arrow card and that then gives me maybe better successes or more successes as I'm fighting that thing. Yep. And what's also very cool is the more you scan, if you scan different things or if you you know tell the app that you have things, the world around you changes, the interactions that you might have change. Um, if you do something to someone, maybe you steal money from someone, the next interaction 
might be different with the next person. Yep. You couldn't steal money from that person over and over and over right. and over again. Or that person might have communications with somebody and then you walk in there and that's then now a different interaction. So I think that's very, very awesome in how they're... It's very video gamey. Yes, it you know? felt like a video game when I was playing. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was just playing this RPG yeah, that you get to touch. video game that I right. get to physically move and, and interact with and like flip over the tiles. And it was just so... Flip it a tile. It was a different experience than I've really ever had with any board game like video games i've had that but not with this this board game so in most of the these types of um these games you always have to roll dice to like test traits right that Mm -hmm. always comes in with cthulhu death may die or mansions of badness where you're testing things right but what's really cool about these tracks is there's three different tracks i don't know what their strength wisdom, and something else right right? blue green and red (laughs) on each of those tracks you have this little marker on uh, the tracks go up to 12 and you have different markers that are on this track. So yeah. let's say I have a marker on the strength them. track that's at four. I have one at seven and 10 and 11. Okay. So now I, it tells me to roll dice to test my strength. And now as I roll dice, if I roll a 11 and I have three of those cubes that are lower than 11, that's how many successes yep, that successes. I have. And what's cool is as you explore, the game will tell you to shift those. And you'll want to like, okay, well, I know I need to hunt something or I know I need to interact with people. So now I can shift my my traits down. So now I have more successes as I roll dice. This is the coolest way to do tests. Yeah, it, it's so, yeah, it's it so seems. I love that It system. was just so unique. And I was like, cool how easy? Because they could just do what other things do. Yeah, add more dice. Mansions of Madness is just, you get a card, right? With your um, player on it. And yeah. it just tells you your stats. So yep. that whatever stat it has you check, you roll that many dice and yep. whatever which is cool. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But this is so much more inter they make a game out of making your stats better. Yeah. And you, so again, it's, it's more so of like cool. an RPG video game in that way. Yeah, and and again, with more interactions, my my strength, my first strength cube might go from from four to five, and now I need to roll a five to even get one success. Mm-hmm. You know, and that I just it was just so fun managing that and through different interactions you can get these tokens and these tokens allow you to move things back and you can save them for later it was just a a great way like ryan like you said to just make a game out of something that most games don't do anything with yeah add a dice plus one success blah blah blah, like that kind of stuff where it's just like well i don't even need to roll this time but this one this it created a cool game so you basically are just continuing and i don't want to spoil like how a lot of the stuff in the game but you're basically continuing exploring interacting until someone completes their destiny and then the game is over so it's competitive it seems like some of these games that have these again cthulhu death may die um, they're, they're, com- these are cooperative, but this is a competitive game where you're trying to be the first one, but as you play competitively, you're learning things about the environment. Yeah. So interactions, some interactions are public as you read what's going on. You're like, okay, I don't, I know that I need to go to visit the blacksmith. I know he's not over there. Now I know that my turn, I can go that way. So you're, you're sort of, I don't want to say working cooperatively, but you're just learning things Yeah, it's like you're going through discovering things together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just you have different objectives. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's a you cool... played it solo. I played it by myself, and so I freaking loved it. How did it work, though, if you're not competing against, like, another person? So there's, like, basically, like, a round timer. So if okay. you play by yourself, the, the more you go through it, there's, like, days. So when the days tick down. Okay. And if you don't complete your so you have to complete your mission your in a certain by then, time yeah. period instead of before somebody else. Yeah, and what's cool is the closer you get, like I started and there was like seven days and I was like, there's no way I'm gonna do this in seven turns. Yeah. And I'm looking at this, but when I got something, it was like, oh, this thing happened and now you have a little more time to do it. So it kind of like 
added yeah. time. I was like, okay, I can do this now. And it had that tenseness of like, oh my God, I need to do yeah, something important kinda... toward my destiny to, to give me more time. And it was, again, I don't play games solo. That's not like something I look to do. Like I don't buy games to play solo. I don't, I don't go, what, is this a great solo game? I don't do that. Yeah. I get it. If you do that, it's awesome. Yeah, get it. cool. He understands. But the man knows. I don't do that. And I was excited to play this solo because it felt like a video game to me. And I was like mm-hmm. into it. I played it for like an hour and a half. And I was just like, I had like the TV out of the background. And I couldn't even tell you what I was watching because I was so just like engulfed Immersed. in what was going on mm-hmm. that it was just so fun. I wanted to like fulfill my destiny yeah. <laughs> yeah like i wanted to do what i was supposed to do not just because this is how i win but because like this is what i need to do this is my destiny i have to yeah. fulfill my destiny <laughs> and it's not i know that there there's a couple of things that i think people might have thought it to be a different game when it first came out this is not mansions of madness this is not cthulhu death may die this is an rpg this is about storytelling and exploring this world that you've kind of created. It's not, think of it and then um, it's its not, let's go fight this monster. Mm-hmm. It's not that game. Um, you have to pay attention to some of the stories, right? You have to read through the app and go, okay, this person said something about what's east of the forest. So now I need to pay attention. So that there's a lot of that. It's not just, hey, here's this monster over here. Let's fight it, which I love that. Don't get me wrong. Um, I thought the app was great. There was like, there's cool music in the background. So if you're playing solo, you don't feel by yourself and alone. Um, <laughs> there's there's like no like spelling errors really or glitches or nothing like yeah, just clean. stopped working. Yeah. As I scanned things, it knew what I was scanning. The The QR code scanner worked really well, just like in Chronicles of Crime. And like I said, the story was, at least the story for the first one was just engaging. Um, I loved the twist on the dice rolling. I thought that that was like fun for me to try to figure out, all right, I'm about to go interact with this person i know i need to have wisdom or whatever chit chat and i need to have that that now i can how do i spend this token to move these traits um down so then i can roll more successes and and i i thought that was just so fun i'm like excited to play it again i'm gonna try to get um joe and dave to play it or just dave because i think he'd really like it too um surprised joe hasn't bought it yet he'll play it once and buy it yeah (laughs) and so maybe that's uh, and I can pl- I I think I can play the first one again. If not, we can just jump right in. Yeah, the you second can do a different character. Not a deal. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I could do a different character different and, and do something completely yeah. different. Yeah, I know like maybe what the interactions would be for the the priest or something. Or I might know you know that the forest is over here, but I don't know if that's going to give me a huge <clears> advantage. <throat> right, because that might not matter if you play a different character. Yeah, or I just it's more about experiencing the story than yeah. it is gaming the game. Yeah, you know. So tell me about what your experience is with this I have some thoughts on this that I would okay. love to share. All right. First of all, personally, I found the... So I don't want to say synonyms. <laughs> the similarities <laughs> between Destinies and a couple of other games very high. And that's not to say that this is ripping anything off because it's not. It's completely its own cool thing. However, I did feel like if you've played Mansions of Madness 2nd Edition, it's going to be very familiar territory with this game in terms of the app and how the app works. Because it does everything that Mansions of Madness does for you. It's going to feel very similar. It set, the map sets up not only the map for you. You're picking your characters. You're interacting with it. It's got this cool music. Yeah. It tells you the story through it. What I like about Destinies is there's a lot more, um, there's a lot more recorded 
read to you, mm-hmm. where Mansions of Madness, it's just the very beginning and the very end and everything else you have to read yourself. This one reads, you know, there's, there's a lot more speaking Kinda and, like and voice waters. acting, like Forgotten Waters, which I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. But the app sets everything up for you. It tells you where the points are, because there's, there's a lot of similarities to Mansions of Madness in, you know, you're going through this mansion and you're trying to figure out what's happening, and there's all these little things you can go to to test skills, and this game has that exactly. You go to these little spots, um, and then you go to the app to test that skill. And what I like better, uh, pretty much all these games that I've played lately have improved upon Manch the Madness, because Manch the Madness was one of my favorite games ever. And Forgotten Waters has improved upon it, in my opinion. Destinies, I think, improves upon it, in my opinion, because it takes... Um, Mansions of Madness, and it kind of fuses it together with Seventh Continent. So if you've played Seventh Continent, it's all about exploring this, you know, new continent, right? And the, the seventh one. The seventh. We have seven. Are there are seven? I thought there was. Yeah, seven. there are seven. Maybe, maybe people a long don't time really ago. consider Antarctica to be the seventh. Oh, continent. But then, what are we exploring? I don't dun, know. Dun, dun. All I know is the <laughs> game feels very similar in the so. Mansions of Madness have these huge, chunky tiles, and they're beautiful. Seventh Continent has these just, like, square, like, uh, yeah. tiles, which Destinies has, which decreases the footprint by a ton, Yeah, which also decreases the cost by a ton, which is a cool thing. But Destinies has this exact thing, like Seventh Continent, which is so awesome, which you, you're, like, explore. You can go to the, all these little spots, and you'll have this little story moment that'll tell you... You know, there's like little side stories that you can go off on and, and go over here and do this stuff, or you can do your main quest. Um, I love, Jeff hit on this already, we both actually kind of talked about it. I love the way you test skills in this game. That is the coolest it thing. It is, it's cool. Again, again, it feels Mansions of Madnessy at first until you start getting into that part of it, where Mansions of Madness has, um, again, on your card it just says, you know, okay, you're testing strength. Strength has the number four for this character, so that means I roll four dice, and however many successes I get is what I get. In this game, if you're testing strength, you're again looking at where those cubes are, and you roll dice, and then whatever number you get totaled on your dice, you look at the strength cubes. Where are my cubes at? Oh, I rolled a seven. I have a four, a five, uh, a nine, and a ten, so I get two successes, right? That is so cool. And so me and Natalie played a two-player game, sort of, and the first two tests Natalie went up against, she failed. And it was, I could understand how that would be frustrating, right? Mm-hmm. But the cool thing is, she failed the tests, but you're not just like, okay, you failed and you take damage, like in a Manchester of Madness right. or something. In this game, you failed, but this happens because it's more yeah. like an RPG. Yeah. You know, like the story is what's is what most important. Yeah, you're not so going to die. Like so, oh, all of a sudden, yeah, die. Yeah, it basically but she got a handicap. She got to like move a cube down. Well, yeah. I go or back she gets, on the track or I go, yeah, I go back on the track. Or you get like coins. But then you also get coins, which lets you go up on the track if you choose to. Or you can buy, mm-hmm. you can buy yeah, these so awesome like, weapon cards. Yeah. And, stuff. and Jeff mentioned yeah. this as well. What's really cool is. When you're scanning uh, the QR codes, and I'll get to what I think about the QR code thing in a second. When you're scanning those, it can just change what happens in the story, which is really awesome. The game, like, remembers, right? Because it's got that tech element. So I really like that. I wish there was a cooperative. I know there's, like, you can play it solo. I don't know if there's an official cooperative variant in the rulebook. I don't think I saw that. I do wish it was fully cooperative because I think this game would be so cool if we had still two destinies, but we both had to fulfill them and we had to like go off in separate spots and it wasn't competitive. I would really like that. One thing about the QR codes that I want, 
I don't know. If, I, I know Lucky Duck are rabid listeners to our show. <laughs> what <laughs> yeah. I would love, I would love it so much if you could somehow find a way to do QR code scanning without the QR code. Like if you can disguise the QR code in some way, because it's this really unsightly square. Yeah, and it takes me out of the experience. It's both in this and 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 in um, Chronicles of Crime, where they're just lit, you know, especially especially in Chronicles of Crime, they're just all over every single card. You get this beautiful artwork, and then there's this really ugly QR code, which is necessary. And this game has it too. Destiny's has it too. Your Destiny cards got these two ugly QR. There's got to be a way. I mean, obviously there's not or else they would have done it. But hopefully they could <laughs> do it where they find a way to like hide the QR code behind some artwork. So it could but just look. Work so properly. Yeah, so then it wouldn't take you out of the immersion as much. I love that part of it too, though, That of the game. I don't know. I really like it. I, I'm very excited to play this one more. If Natalie doesn't end up liking it, I'm excited to play it solo. You know, this we'll game it. lends itself to solo play. Um, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Natalie, I think it's a great game. Let's hear what you think. Well, <laughs> this is going to be different than us. Jeff. <laughs> we didn't get that far into the game. Why? <laughs> Why? I wonder what happened. Okay, so I will start off saying that I didn't really know what this game was all about, um, and so I didn't have really any expectations, or I had expectations that weren't correct about what this game was about. Um, I think I thought it was more like a crime game. <laughs> <laughs> Your destiny like is to go to jail. Not like a madness game. Gotcha. I know crime is very popular. Crime is popular. It's yeah. really popular. But so anyways, no. but yeah. So yeah, it's this like search and explore type game. And, and the idea of it sounded cool. But my issue and even I have this issue with Mansions of Madness. Like it's not my favorite thing when your turns are really like arbitrary and I feel like I don't know what to do and everything I pick is just like random. That's how this game started out feeling to me. Um, I know like Ryan said his destiny, he had like a plan like, oh, I'm going to do get this and go here or whatever. But mine wasn't quite that straightforward. And like again, it probably would have, you know, I probably could have gotten there and figured more stuff out if we continued to play but you know at the beginning (laughs) i just felt like 100 random like i don't know i'll go here i don't know i'll do this and then i'd like you know talk to this person then i'd fail something and i'm just like okay i'll do this and then the same exact thing happened and it's not even close to doing anything giving me any information about my destiny and so i was kind of just like you know what it's like it's like when i sit down to script i sit down and i'm like there's no direction yeah, I don't I know had what no I'm direction. Doing. But and then as you start to play it, yeah. You know, I start to write it and I'm like, okay, now okay, it's shaped into yeah. something. So I'm that's follow the this. other part. So we stopped playing it. But now that I realize what kind of game it is and what we're actually trying to do, I want to give it another shot with like a different mindset because I don't like when things are just completely random and there's no direction. Mm. But you know, now that I know that there will be, I just have to get there first. <laughs> and on top of that, so get like we didn't it. finish yeah. the first scenario, but so at the end, mean, and I won't give anything away, but Ryan and I both like read our oh yeah, I our to bring quests or destinies to each other, and after even just doing that, I was like, okay, that's really cool because there was a connection between the two. 
and I was like, if we would have kept playing and that would have came out like organically, that would have been like so awesome. And so that made me kind of want to give it another chance too, because I saw how cool the game could be. Can I piggyback off that for yes. one second? I love that might have that might have taken the game from this is really sweet to oh my god for me. So there's a bunch of characters. How, how many characters are there, Jeff? There's well, there's three for the first scenario, but like, and then there's probably twenty. Okay, total. so there's about yeah. twenty total. Okay, so, so there's so five scenarios. scenarios you get so, different characters. Okay, so they yeah. say there's three for the first scenario that you can pick from. The story in the scenario, <laughs> this is I don't know how to explain how cool this is. <laughs> so in a game like Mansion of Madness, you can pick one of these different characters, and you're just the character. You have your own background, and this a lot of these games are like this, where you have your own background. Okay. Uh, Forgotten Waters is like this. Because um, Hulu Death May Die. I think, I'm not sure. Anyway, you have your own background, right? And you can read it to everybody. And it's like, oh, I now I have some backstory on what character you chose. And so you can kind of like role play this. But Destinies, the characters you pick, it's hardwired and baked into the story. Mm-hmm. Your background and everything is part of the story in the world that the other characters are also a part of. So I, again, without giving anything away, my background to the main storyline was like really in depth. Like I was like, wow, this is like, like I feel like my character has everything to do with what's happening in this story. And then you find out what Natalie's character is and it's like, Oh my gosh, hers is just yeah, as involved cool. in this, but it's different, right? Mm-hmm. From a different perspective. Yeah. And if you only knew what mine was, like we, if we could, you know, yeah. what I mean? it yeah. would be, Oh, it's so right. cool. That's my favorite part about the game. I think hands down was what was when that happened. Yeah, that and is I was like, really cool. Oh my cool. gosh, yeah. we're parts of this because, big like, story. how cool is it to not just say, all right, it's it, it's everybody's goal to go collect this yeah well, okay well that's the, the warrior and yeah. Yeah, i was creating different I grew up goals in this big bad planet yeah. you know it's like, like that's oh, you're cool, creating but... these different goals within this thing that are sort of tied together and that people know you on the map and that you know it's just yeah it's cool. yeah it's like you're watching a story unfold and you just happen to be running one of the characters in it mm-hmm. right instead of i'm my own character you're your own character. We have nothing to do with each other, nothing to do with the story, and we're going to play this. Yeah. And my background doesn't really matter because yeah, I can just run around and do it anyway. It's fun to know. Yeah. But no, yeah. This, right. this matters. Okay, I'm sorry. Right, it does matter. Um, no, I mean, that's pretty much it. I also agree. I think for me personally, if it was cooperative, that may have changed my feelings on it too. But again, I want to give it another shot. The different, you know... Yeah, I said we play going this as our next play. Going into it with a different mindset and, and see what happens. And, I and I then I'll give up. a true feeling i think very much so it's like it's i don't i think i'll play this game i don't i think i will care zero if i win yeah whereas like you know i I don't the more i gain the less i care about winning as much but i still like you know if i lose at zulkin i i I care a little bit like oh i didn't win you know yeah but this i would be like man what a cool adventure good job for sure well it's kinesia right the goal is to win but that's not what's important. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What's important is is right. Like I don't care about winning. My, I was just at. I wish wasn't really having fun because. Yeah, your I expectations felt like everything were was so random, and that I didn't realize what we were doing really. Like yeah, I didn't realize there is yeah. some randomness at the beginning. You know, he like, taught me how to play, and I'm just like, okay, and I'm doing it, and I'm like, what am I doing here? But then after like talking about it more, like you said, She's well, you're like you're here. supposed to explore to find stuff yeah, out to do this. At the beginning, this. you're and not I was supposed kind of to know like, really oh, yeah. that's not really what I thought this was. And yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Give another tra- report back. 
what, what you think. Uh, maybe we'll play it tonight. Yes. We might play it tonight, honestly. Okay. Cool. I, I, I would like to, I would pick this as our next game. Throw some stories up on Instagram sure. so yeah. you're playing. Yeah, if we play, we'll do it. We'll date night dice it, maybe, <laughs> potentially. All right, <laughs> we got we got to move here. So, yeah, okay. Oh, do you have any anything else, Jeff, you wanted to final say about Destinies? No, I would look into it. It's great. Amazing That's game. It. Lucky yeah. Duck. Listen to me. Uh, Lucky Duck, if you're listening... Talk They're to, listening. Get with me, and if there's a way you could maybe hide those QR codes, I would love to know why you can't. That would be that's my. If I had any nitpick about the about the game, that's it. It's only and that's just like, like that an artwork a nitpick, thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's not even so much about the game. Oh, oh, real, last thing we didn't even touch on this. The artwork is beautiful. The beautiful. miniatures, minis are great. Holy, oh, I don't know how many minis are in there, tiny. but are there forty? There's a yeah. There's about forty miniatures. Teeny tiny. They're, they're, okay, there's like some of them are like smaller than a dime. Yeah, you know, yeah. in height, and the other there's this one huge one. It's I cannot so freaking cool. wait to paint this sucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awesome because when you open the box, it's just like right there. Yeah, it's so cool. The experience of opening it gets you into it. You know, what would be cool. And I don't know if you if you would let us do this. If you bring over that big miniature, I'll paint mine. Natalie will paint yours. We'll we'll make that like a paint. Oh, night. Yeah. oh there you go. Would that's you be cool? With, that'd be cool. You, I mean, do you want your, yeah. your those minis painted? Why not? Cool. All right, <laughs> so let's move on. All right, so we played a game. Yeah, I know, shocker. Called Capital Lux what? 2. This is a card game sequel to the original game that came out in 2016 by the designers of The Magnificent, which all of us love around here. It's a very simple game. Essentially, you're trying to get the most points by the end of the third round, I think it is. You simply have a hand of cards numbered one to six. You do a little draft at the beginning to get the cards, like a hard, hard draft kind of thing. And on your turn, you simply make a decision with one card. You take a card and you make a decision. The decision is, do I play it in front of me in my own tableau, which will score points at the end of the game or the round, or do I play it to the central board, the capital, to trigger a power? That's it. So that's the decisions you're making. There are four suits, right, colors of cards. Each suit has its own power on the central capital board. So if I decide to play my yellow card to the central board, it gets placed in the yellow area and triggers the yellow power. At the end of each round, you evaluate the total value of cards in your tableau that are in front of you compared to the total value of cards on the central board. So let's say I have 10 total value of my yellow cards on my board, and there's nine total value on the central board. So my number is higher than the central board number. All of those cards now in my in front of me have to go away. Mm -hmm. So if the number on your central board is higher than the number on the tableau the capital you have to get rid of them and discard them if it's equal to or lower you keep them and why do you want to keep them because they are like the main way to score points so getting rid of them is terrible news <laughs> it can be really really badly um uh, all cards will stay where they are at the end of the round so if the cards stayed there they, they still all, so you don't like reset anything everything just stays where it is um and at the end of the game, you total up these cards as well as the numbers in your home base, and that's your total score. Although at the end of the round, so like say I had my yellow cards, my blue cards, my green cards, mm -hmm. and Natalie had yellow, blue, and green, we compare our totals. So I had, what did I have, 11 in my example? Let's say I have nine. Ten. Or as I have 10. And Natalie has 11. She has a higher total than me. So she gets to keep the highest numbered card in the yellow area of the capital and overturn it, and that's a po that's points oh, for her, right. right? And you evaluate each color, okay? And you do that for three rounds, and at the end, you total points, and the winner is the winner. Yeah, <laughs> winner but, is the player oh, with the highest. But even okay. doing that, like, takes away reduces the maximum 
of the middle of the oh, capital. Yeah, of the capital. Have, so then, so then during the next round, you, you have to build it back more in up there, or else you're you lose clearly your cards have the... you might not clearly, but you might have more than the max. Makes sense. Okay. Yeah. It's a very simple and very quick playing game. Things I like. The cool part about this game is the decision of where to place your cards. Do I put it in my home base to score points, or to the central board to both bolster my home board by increasing the total as well as getting that power. The powers are things like draw a card, get a coin, add or subtract a certain number of the total of the of that color, things like that. Um, that decision point is the probably the best part of the game, in my opinion, mm-hmm. is you, you have a hand of cards and you're like, okay, what do I do here? I see Natalie's got that crap. I need to play it here, but I don't want to do that power. I want to put this card in front of me to get points, but if I put it here, then it's way over the total in the capital. Yeah. Ah, like, what am I going to do? Yeah. So that, that part was cool. Um, things I didn't like. You really have to pay attention to what the other players are doing, and it can feel a bit mean at times as you make a move at the last moment that pushes your opponent over the limit, meaning they have to remove all the cards in that row. That sucks. It's also a card game, them. so there's lots of randomness. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't I know. like... Yeah, I know, right. No, it does I, suck I, I for them, but yeah. Um, it's also a card game, so there's a lot of randomness, and situations present themselves where, well, at least in a two-player game, I see the cards I have left in my hand, and I see what's already out there on the board, and you just know you can't do anything. Mm-hmm. That ha- That's happened. That happened two or three times where I, I got two cards in my hand and I'm like, these are just, I have two They're ones. They're not going to help you. They're not yeah. going to do anything for me. I can't screw her. I can't help myself. Yeah. So I'm just out. And that's, that was kind of the worst part when you just know you've lost, but you have to keep playing. Mm-hmm. I never, I always, one of my favorite things in games is you don't know who's winning until the end when you total points up. You know, it's a bummer to me when there's like two turns left in any game and you're like, all right, well, I can see right there. Jeff has 60 points. I have 30. Mm-hmm. He's still playing, so he's going to get more. No way to I, catch yeah, up, I can't yeah. catch up. I hate that. But I like in a game like we'll just throw out Small World where whenever you take points, you hide them. So you could like technically track, I guess, but you hide them. And so you really, and everyone kind of does similar stuff. So you don't know until the very yeah. end. And that's exciting. And I like that. And it keeps you engaged. Well, this game had problems in that area. It's very quick playing. Yeah. So it's probably a little easier, but it's very frustrating when that happens. It's a bad feeling. Um, there is a draft at the beginning of each round, and so that can help alleviate what cards you have in your hand a bit, but I still found multiple times that that would happen, and there was nothing you could do to stop it. Overall, I found the game good, not great. It's got some really cool ideas. The combination of powers is cool, as that can really alter the game, but I'm not sure that there's enough there to keep players interested for that long. Um, I had a rough play because of every, everything I play seems to just be going rough lately. But now, a week or so removed from the play, I still feel the same way, which tells me it wasn't just based on my negative emotions mm-hmm. there, right? I, a lot of times, I'll play a game and I'll be like, Fuck, and then like a couple <laughs> days later, I'm like, I want to play that again. Yeah. I was just right. in a terrible mood. The game was cool. I want to play the game again. This, I don't totally feel that way. I felt like, okay, well, that was annoying. That's kind of fun. Okay. Like, I get it. It's just, a, it's you know, yeah. it's just a light yeah. strategy game. <laughs> it's just a light strategy game. Um, but it's, it's got a bunch of powers. So that's that's the main difference between Capital Lux and Capital Lux 2. Capital Lux. Have you played Capital Lux? No, I never played Capital Lux, but essentially we did because the, the vanilla way to play Capital Lux 2 is you're playing Capital Lux 1. Mm-hmm. And then okay. there's a bunch of different powers. So this isn't you can like match. this isn't like Capital Lux the card game. This is like right. a reimplementation of Absolutely. Capital Lux where they were with, like, let's make this oh, game a little better. Yes. So Capital okay. Lux is just the game without any ability. No, like the abil- I think the, I think the and, and 
I don't know this. A listener can correct me if I'm wrong. I believe Capital Lux One. You know how we had all those different powers? Yeah. I believe there's only one set of powers printed onto the main oh, board. Oh, and these you and could like randomize it, and that's them. the game. This one, it comes with a bunch of different ones, and you can mix and match. I think it says like 268 different power combinations, oh, okay. where the original game had one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that, I think the one we played with was the Capital Lux One combination of powers. Oh, okay. Right? So we can mix and match as... However, we like to get different things, but it's not going to totally change, you yeah. know, the the tenor of the game. It had really cool artwork. Mm-hmm. Um, on it, the cards, there was like there was like pictures of people, and we yeah. were like comparing I'm them like, to okay, celebrities. That looks like ben Affleck. Yeah, we're completely. like that looks like Jennifer oh, Lawrence. Let's call her Jennifer. Yeah, <laughs> Jennifer. Yeah. So yeah, the art was pretty cool for just just Very glancing cool. at it. See, yeah. like that the futuristic art yes, came it's, through. It's almost totally. like that cyberpunk yeah. kind of style. It was really. I thought that was really cool. The game was good. It wasn't a bad or poorly designed game. Other than that instance, I'd have to play it more to, but I don't really want to, but I'd have to play it more <laughs> to see if that happened more often. Because it happened two out of the three rounds where one of us was like, okay, I, I can't do anything. I, the cards I yeah. got, I just can't do anything. There, right. It wasn't like tense to the end. It was kind of like, okay, well, you got everything you needed to do what everything you wanted, and I'm really struggling here. And mm-hmm. it was just, yeah. What'd you think? Um, I think I liked it more than you did. Um I like you said. I like the decision making. I like planning out how you, what you play in your hand because you have to make a decision. Yeah. You know, do you play it in your tableau, or it can give you more points, but you have to balance that against what the maximum is, or you, maybe you need to raise the maximum um, of certain colors to like make sure that you don't lose cards in your tableau. But then, you know, the bad part of the game, like you said, also is the randomness. So like maybe I need some pink stuff, but I only have blue in my hand left or whatever and that's not going to help me and like ah now i'm kind of screwed kind of thing i mean there are some powers that you know could kind of help you in some of those situations but not totally like you know you're kind of mostly stuck with what you have um like one power two and one of the other things that i didn't like about the game was that you can kind of screw the other player over one of the powers that we played with was um, you can like randomly like pick up this disc and yeah, like it'll say like plus two or minus two and then you can put it um, over one of the the main board like stacks and the other player doesn't know what it is. So, yep. you know, if Ryan Was has like... the end of the round or whatever. Yeah, so if like maximum is like 10... And, I have 10. And Ryan has 10 and yeah. then I put a, ni- a minus two but he doesn't know that I... He just knows I put something there. He doesn't know if it's plus or minus or what and we flip it over. I just screwed him over and he lo- loses all nice. that when oh. he could have gained 10 points. <laughs> yeah. You yeah, know well, what I mean? No, that is a good play. Yeah. Right. But, but it's something that neither of us do. enjoy yeah. because it's like, right. okay, well so you just... So I was like purposely like yeah. trying to like... Like, when one. I would get those, yeah. I would be like, "How do I help myself without screwing yeah, me him too. over?" I because felt that way I was time. like, "I don't want to like, like, mess I don't him up, just but I'm not going to mess myself." But up. then I felt like that's the spirit of the game is to mess the other player. Yeah, like, ha ha, negative four. And it, personally, that's just not something we enjoy. Yeah. It, it reminds me. It reminded me in that way of La Cité, La Lumière, Passatour, Paris. Yeah. It reminded me of that where it's like, okay, I feel like this is a cool thing, but the game is intending you to screw over the other player, and I just don't want to. Right, but. I mean, in general, I thought, it was, like you said, because it was like a shorter game. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed the decision making of this game. I think I'd say it was like good plus not great. <laughs> <laughs> but and and but I also can't see us like playing this over and over again. But I definitely would. 
play it, it again. It had some really cool, like, it didn't feel like anything I'd played before. Yeah, it was different. I'll, I'll give it that credit. Where right. It was not something, so I think there there would be, if you like these kinds of games, like a, like a quick playing card game that, you know, you're in each other's faces and, you know, um, you're utilizing different powers, which could lead to some very interesting plays. Yeah. Right. I think there's a spot in your collection for this because it doesn't, do, it's not just like a reskinning of... Oh no! This is basically just code names. You know what I mean? It's not like right. that. It's like yeah, you're right. It was a it's different. A, it's game. a very fresh take. Yeah. So if you want it, just reach out to Ryan. Yep. And he'll sell it to you. I will sell it to you, or give it to you. Maybe <laughs> who knows? Who knows how I'm feeling? So that was Capital Lux Two. Jeff, what else you got, man? I got a game. I got a game called Lions of Lydia. Ooh. You ever heard of it? Lydia Waymire. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's published by this company called Bellwether Games. So they sent That's it to me, which was cool. Bellwether. I, yeah. Wow. Um, like Bell and then W-E-T-H-E-R. Bell. And they sent it to me and I got kind of excited because the, the return address was in Michigan. And I was like, whoa, oh, they're a cool. Michigan company? I was like, I, and then I reached out, I reached back out and I'm like, hey, you're in Michigan. Cool. Where are you at? And I'm talking about it. And he's like, yeah, it's just where we ship from. Oh. So they're not. <laughs> I'm like, awesome. Uh, yeah. But I thought that was cool. Um, yeah, so, so they sent me this game. I believe it just got sent to Kickstarter as well. And it's, you know, kicks, everything's a Kickstarter now. But backers just got it. And the designer is this guy, Johnny Pack. Who, I don't know if that name is familiar, but I think it sounds like a really cool name. Johnny it's Pack. a cool name, Johnny Pack. Johnny he doesn't Pack. make any of the Pax games. Okay, but no, it's like <laughs> so his his name. I think he's going to become more of a household name here pretty soon. Really, um, Coloma is his design. Oh, Sierra West is his design. Oh, I do. Okay, Merchants now, now Merchants Cove me. is his design. So these Merchants Cove is a, also another huge game that I'm really interested in playing. At some oh, point. they did Freshwater Fly and Coldwater Crown. Okay, there you go. Okay, um, that's cool. Looking up all of those are like Coloma, Sierra West, what fly fishing? What'd you just say? Yeah, yeah. Um, they seem like they're outdoor, fishing. like they're outdoorsy, yeah, outdoorsy you know. kind of stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, so, yeah. Freshwater fly. Yeah, so I think Johnny Pack might be making a name for himself because um, Merchant Cove has been a huge success. That's um, cool Sierra West was huge at that Gen Con we went to. Mm -hmm. Coloma is a yep. game I've always wanted to play. Me too. And I think this one, Lines of Lydia, kind of flew under the radar for him because of Merchant's Cove being so. Did they come out in the same him? in the same year? I think they're the, about, yeah they're the same because this yeah. is brand new and Merchant's Cove is 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 very new as well. So, um, Lines of Lydia is a bag building game, which really caught awesome. my attention to start with. Oh, bag building is yeah. awesome. So, bag building, resource management, engine building because a game can't just be one thing anymore. I'm looking up the pictures. This um, looks awesome. It it is beautiful. It's like. You know, there are games that, that the theme of it is dark, so the art is dark. Like, you know, the, the Magnificent, which we talk about a lot, that yeah, artwork is dark. just so cool. It fits it. This has dark such, work. like, a happy artwork color, yeah. but it's such an inviting look It reminds me game. of Crowns of Amara. Yeah, it just has, like, this inviting, like, uh, bright reds and yellows. Yeah, and Just, blues. like, this very cool look to it. And so it, it plays two to four in an hour tops which is an awesome time yeah, for is. it to get to the table. So the main board that everyone's really looking at is is a, like a small square. And in each corner, there's a gate that's a different color. So you have your normal colors, red, green, blue, and yellow. And then the middle, there's a fountain. Okay. On each side of the board, so the four sides of the board, there's a number of cards depending on the number of players. And um, you have your own player board that keeps track of your resources and also holds your cards. And then in your bag, you start with a yellow, blue, green, and red meeple. And on your turn, you reach into your bag. So you only have four meeples in your bag at any point in time. You reach okay. into your bag and you pull out one of the meeples and you place that meeple at any four of the gates or at the fountain in the middle. So wherever you put that meeple at a gate location, you get resources matching the color of the meeple that you placed, the gate, and all the other meeples that are there. Okay. So for example, if, if I pull out a red meeple and I put it at the yellow gate 
and there's two green meeples there, I get a red, a yellow, and two greens. Oh, okay. And then I just move them up on my tracks, and that's that's how you get resources to essentially do everything you want to do. If you place huh. your meeple at the fountain, um, you get to purchase cards from any one side of the board, as many cards as you want from one side of the board, which is kind of cool. That's cool. You can also just like upgrade them right away, so you can buy them and then upgrade them. And the cards basically just help your engine go. Why so I they heard give of this you. Game? I know. And when I saw it, I was like, I I want to play this game. Yeah, it just <laughs> seems really so cool. cool. And so the, the cards have uh, just. It, like powers sort of right get an extra resource when you place a green meeple add a blue oh, okay, whatever yeah. or get an extra one if you pull out a yellow meeple, whatever so you get these sure. kind of things so you get this engine going so every time as the game progresses as you pull out meeples now you check kind of the powers that you've had all the cards can be you can spend money or resources to upgrade them sure. flip them over and they become better now you get two resources whatever i like that kind of stuff yeah yeah it's very cool like le- little leveled up kind yeah of things that you can you have do. just little bit of bonuses mm-hmm. and and they're there's they're different enough where um, so at the end of my turn, at the end of your turn, you take a meeple from the fountain and you add it to your bag. So that's how you have four. Oh, I see. And it's cool that like, okay, now I have a power that gets me more stuff. If I have blue meeples, now I'm going to take my blue meeple from yeah. the middle and put it back in. So now I have two blue meeples to maybe pick out of the bag. Right. Um, so that was a cool, those are always cool, uh, decisions. So, um, there are, so the resource tracks, as soon as you get up the highest on the resource track and you get to a six on the resource track, you get to. Um, upgrade one of your cards for free you get to move up this other little separate track that moving up this other track allows you to have more cards so you can only start with like i don't know it's like three or four or five cards or something and the farther you move up there you can now have six cards and seven cards and eight cards and nine cards and that's really the only way that you win is you upgrade eight cards and that triggers the end of the game you don't win automatically with eight cards having flipped Mm -hmm. over but um, you want to move up this one track so that's moving up the resources all the way to the right you get to then move up this other track um that's at six. That's like the max. Yeah, you go to you six, get. then you max out, and then you get to bump this other little okay. track up. And yeah, like Where I said, where's the, the other little track? Is it on the main board? It's on the bottom of the main board. So oh, I it see. looks like a little pillar. There's yeah, like yeah, a little yeah. pillar okay. that's, that slides along oh, cool. with it. And yeah, like I said, at the end of your turn, you take a meeple and you add it to your bag, and play just continues until a person has upgraded a certain amount of cards. Devin and I, I think it was eight. Um, I'm assuming it maybe goes scales down with maybe it's more six people. for yeah. more people. And was you, it quick? Yeah, yeah Devin and I like played an and I taught it to her and we played in an hour. Wow. So we, our, the play was probably 45 minutes. Wow. It was it was awesome. Like I was like, this is, it was moving. We Did were you like, want okay, it to go on moving. longer? No. Or was it a good? No, it was a good length because it wasn't heavy and it was like, this is where it needs to be. It doesn't need to be a, a two hour game would have been miserable. That's a good length. Because you're just what doing the, the same thing. You're it's like, a good right, girth. It's a good girth. How did it, um, fe- how did yeah, it feel? It felt <laughs> good. <Were> you- <laughs> So you were full. You're I was, thinking. yes, maximum capacity. <laughs> Yuck. Ew, maximum capacity. Oh, boy. Um, so this game is good. This game is like, I would put it a better than good, not great, because it plays in an hour. I, you could play it with four people in an hour. I could teach you you can play it in, four, in, in an hour. Oh, so That's you don't cool. think adding... Adding the play, well, no, because it's bag building. Yeah, so I guess you're doing it simultaneously. Yeah, it pulls the cards down. It pulls the number of upgrades down. Right. And it just it it, your turn can take, you know, 15 seconds. You know, I put this red meeple at this red gate. I get three resources and I move on. When it gets like your turn might be two minutes when you buy cards, but you're already looking at the cards that you want to buy. And for for how easy it was on like rule set, and I taught it to Devin in five ten minutes. It was like nothing, and it doesn't feel heavy when you're playing. There's still some good like decision spaces, which is what you kind of look for in a light fast game, right? Okay. So you neither. I think when you make a light game, it just needs to be fast and fun, 
or you need to make that lightweight game that has enough for a gamer to want to keep playing it. Yeah. So like I had lots of decisions of like, what cards do I want to buy? Like this card I really, really want, but do I want to waste my turn only buying one card from this side of the board? When those two cards are good, I can buy those two, but they're not as good as this one. So I liked that move because then Devin could just buy like five on her turn from that side yeah. of the board. So, yeah. you know, and I also thought that what meeple you took was also really important. There's there's also the ability when you place these gold meeples start coming out and these gold meeples come out and they, they allow you to turn some of your resources into money. Um, but you have to turn all of one color resource into money. So it's like, all right, do I get rid of five of my blue resources yeah. to get money? Because you bought, use the money to buy the end game scoring cards, which is where you're going to get most of your points. And what cards do you upgrade? When do you upgrade? And what meeple you take? It was just like, there was a lot of, fun decisions that weren't like the easiest well of course i'm going to take this of course i'm going to do that one yeah. i had decisions to make as i was playing sure mm -hmm. do you have the expansions yeah it comes with eight like modules so you can list add stuff yep. oh cool um we just played just the, the base vanilla and yeah. it was good so i think next time we might like throw two modules in there and they're, okay. they're really easy some of them are just like um one of them you can take one resource from like a neighboring corner or the other one there's like a different um person that lets you buy from another side of the board it just like changes the rules slightly so they're not like huge expansions but they're enough to i think change the game off up to make it feel sort of fresh feel different yeah. and not the same every time. yeah like i said it felt really smooth um turns were very fast which i enjoyed uh i think it could fit in like gamers and non's collection you could i could play it with people who don't play games and they would i think pick up on it really well, I loved like the engine building and card comboing. That was kind of cool to try to look at the board and figure out what cards are the best for me to buy. So when I place this yellow meeple, I can get a shit ton of resources, mm -hmm. right? And I, I asked Devin at the end, I'm like, how do you, you know, what do you think about it? And she was like, she's like, I really liked it. I'm like, it was, she said it was fast. She said she also like didn't need to think about her turn like so many turns in advance that it was just kind of cool. like an easygoing thing where she could, she could pull out a meeple and then make a decision right then that so it wasn't had a good like tactics to strategy ratio. Yeah, yeah. It's, and it's not going to like, you know, bog you down with rules and, and weight and, and have a lot of AP, but it's fun. And the, the art is great. Can I read a couple of inst uh, Instagram board game geek comments sure. about this game? You can. Alienate. Hmm. Alienate. Get it, huh? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, rates the game in nine. Okay. And says, to me, this is the Johnny Pack game with the highest FQ in in uh, parens' fun quotient oh, okay. Okay. Oh. of any of his I've played. The game is of superb quality. Can't wait to try some of the included expansion modules. So this yeah. person just played vanilla as well. Mm -hmm. This one from Jubbly. Jubbly. Also hey ranks there, Jubbly. nine. Says, I've played this twice now, two player. The first time we didn't have a couple of the rules correct, so it played longer, but it still worked. I think it's genius. The randomness of the bag draw, the limited options, but there's still so much strategy that I'm already starting to see even in our second game. Jeez, Jubbly. That's there's like a fair amount of <laughs> setup for a pretty quick game, even at two players. But then again, Seven Wonders Duel is the same, and I love that. And the last one, I figured I'd go just a little bit lower to see what some yeah. of the more mag would say. Um, this is C Blazer. He rates it a 7. Actually, this is 7.5. This is still probably pretty good, but whatever. We're going to read it anyway. This is very much in the line of Splendor-style games. Theme yes. is bland, mechanics are dry, but it's still fast, fun, and interesting to build a little engine. What I like about the bag building is that it makes for more tactical decisions than Splendor, which is more deterministic. 
in Lydia, you can't plan every turn in advance because you need to see what you draw, which makes this feel a little more casual and laid back. Still fun and easy to teach. Among the mini expansions, I like the Courtyard the best, okay. since it allows for a little more flexibility if you don't draw the color that you want. Interesting. I'll try that one. Um, and then I'll just read one more. Here we go. Infinity ranks it a three and says, I found it to be soulless. Nothing was interesting. Having expansions makes it fiddly. Sure. <laughs> I, I would say, you know, the expansions, What I've read on a few of the expansions of what the rules are on them. Some of them try to help you with bad bag draws or help you buy from sides of the board, do different things. So if, if you wanted a little bit more control, then I think you add some of these expansions. If you wanted to keep it just lighter and and maybe more tactical, then you just don't play with them. Because then yeah. pulling out of the bag, you then need to make the decision then and there um, out of where, where to play. Also, some them. people are just really kind of jerks when it comes to expansions they just don't yeah. want them yeah because yeah. they're like why don't you just put it in the game, put it in the game. Yeah. why is it gonna be expansion module i don't want to have to f- design the game yeah. to make it more i would fun. say like, set, i, I might yeah. agree with the setup being like a little bit fiddly because you're trying you're putting the meeples in, in people's bags and you're meeples setting up the board bags. so i get that <laughs> um so i would under i would say sure yeah for a 45 minute game uh eight minute setup might be a little too long um but still that's cool the so lion's a cool of game Lidja. yeah oh and the, the coins they're not metal but they're like this cool wood. Almost. Oh, so they're not just oh. like cardboard. Yeah, they're not, not cardboard, like cardboard, but they're token. like a cool wood sort of feel. And they, they I, just, I like them. Nice. I like them. I like them in my finger pads. And you think it'd be little finger pads. <laughs> yeah, nice. that's So that's Lions of Lydia. Cool. I would definitely look into that if you're right. looking for it kind look, of a light, the, easy The game. pictures look really awesome. Yeah. Looks very inviting. Mm-hmm. Anything else over there? Yeah, I got one Anything more. What you got? There. I got one more. I got what you got over there in that packet of yours? Excavation Earth. Oh, I heard of this one. You know this game, Natalie? Nope. You want to guess who designed it? Take a guess. He he has made some of the Danielle Tashini. Do the other one. David Terzi. Wow! How did you know? You did it. David Terzi. So David Terzi teamed up with Mighty Boards to design this game, and that's really what caught my attention. This game has awesome art. It looks so cool. Wait, is Mighty Boards a publisher? Yeah. I've not. There's so many publishers. I don't I don't people even are know. just jumping out of the yeah, woodworks now. Yeah, they are. So David Turtsy, when when I see his name on something, it gets my attention. Yeah, right. It's you know he he's elevated himself along with Danielle Tashini and and Stefan Feld and these people that I, when they make something, I I take, take note, note of it. Right. When when the doctor brings something out, I'm yeah, like, good doctor. Man, you got to look at this. Oh, there's three. Even designers. Martin Wallace is like someone. I, I'm like, okay, let me look at this game at least. And now the the Virgilio Gigili and yeah, Virginio that whole that whole group Akitoka. is just. Now, now, I feel like there's more and more designers that I look for all the time. And this one, this is a, so this is again called Excavation Earth. It's an economic market manipulation, hand management. Again, you can't just put one mechanism (laughs) in the game. You got 50 in there. And the theme is pretty cool. Again, could it be anything? Of course. But humanity has abandoned Earth. Got to pick something. Shocking. Right? (laughs) We all know that's what happens to Earth, apparently. In every futuristic thing, Earth sucks. Yep. Okay. Other alien races from galaxies and you know far, far away um, have really come to collect and sell these artifacts that are left on Earth. So like they, oh, these, alien, <laughs> these alien races come to Earth and are collecting the garbage that we have left like and they call Dildos? them artifacts. Yeah. Okay. Oh my God. You know, yeah. yeah there's, like, there's like a Dildos. flat soccer ball. There's like one of those cats that you see like the, the oh, good luck cats. Yeah, uh, with the hand waving. Yeah. We're so all doing like, that just yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> there's That's why we need video. Where's yeah, video? we need the video. Right. Um, so there's a bunch of like things that we'd be like, oh, that's garbage. But these, these aliens are like, they're artifacts. I'm like, that's kind of a neat theme. It's something unique. I've never really like, 
thought about it like that. So the game board is a map of Earth. Shocking. Different continents and different areas of the map are different colors. Um, spaces are th- like set throughout these different areas. So the, the the red, let's say the red is Africa, and there's maybe like five spaces that are within Africa. And they are then filled with artifacts. So you draw some artifacts, you put them on there. And so over three rounds, what you're doing is you're playing cards to take actions. Okay. So the cards are multi-use, which is very cool. I like that. And the cards let you move around the board. They let you collect and sell artifacts. You let you manipulate the market. So at the top of the board, there are six different markets, and you can add um, different color alien races that are there, which then match those color of the artifacts, and that's what you're trying to kind of sell them to. So you can manipulate the market to try to get the artifact colors that you're collecting to match the the buyers kind of kind of follow me a little bit there. Yep. Yeah. You can also work the black market. There's like the shady black market that you can work. Um, you can activate some cool powers that's on the mothership or the sp- something. This other board. The motherboard. This motherboard. The mother- yeah. <laughs> There's this other board that has some powers on it that you can activate. And um so so the cards on them are the cards are a color, the cards have a symbol on them and then at the bottom they have a travel number. So that's kind of what you're using. So if you want to use it for the color, you play the you play the card to use it for the color. And what what the goal is and what most of your actions are are really um, collecting these artifacts that are throughout this map, adding them to your player board, which is the player board is awesome. And then taking samples of those things in sort of like the set collecting way, right? So I want, okay. yeah, I got uh, maybe I want a bunch of reds, but I also want to make sure I have one of each. I right. want to make sure. So you're mm-hmm. kind of collecting those um, in that in that sort of sense, and. Um, once you've basically played all your cards in your hand, you're 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 done. Um, <laughs> the other person could keep going if they have more cards. If they, you know, if you complete some rows and columns on your um, player board, you can get extra cards, stuff like that. So you're playing. You can't take an action without playing a card. So if you don't have any cards, your turn's over. Mm-hmm. There's some scoring that happens after every round. So there's three rounds, and those happen to be like kind of little area majorities. Uh, you add cubes to this other board um, on these markets, so you're getting some points there. I don't want to like go too in depth into it. Uh, the market always refills at the end of the round. You're the you draft new cards, and then basically you just keep going, right? Okay. And the main way that you're earning points throughout the game is to take the artifacts that you have collected on your board to then sell them to the different markets that are on top of the main board. I know. So you want to match the. <laughs> I know. I, I play board games I too. <laughs> and well, do so we? if I have four, if I have four purple. People eaters. Um, purple people eaters. I want to sell them. No, I want to. I want to take my purple artifacts and sell them to the people eaters. Yeah, right. oh, the people eaters so want the artifacts. I want, yeah, I want to sell the purple yeah. artifacts to, to the, the purple, purple people eaters. Okay, duh. So I want to make sure eaters? that I have enough market, enough purple buyers in the market to buy my artifacts. Right. So I yeah. manipulate it, yeah. and you know, you get points for how many markets you sell to, how many items you sell, where you sell, all that kind of stuff. That's really how you're getting the most of the points in the game. Then at the end of the game, you're getting points for your set collecting through collecting those little artifacts so again sets of red or or sets of each color you get super bonus points at the end and that's it except that's, that's like not it the the very dumbed down version yeah, of, right, of, yeah. a, of a very there's a million this things. is a heavy game yeah i look um, at it it says 3.65 that's yeah wow. and i would say it's all of that and i would also say it's close to being frustratingly all of that where oh. it's it's borderline like finicky at 3.6 i would almost wish it would be 3.2 on that scale and Mm. run smoother Mm -hmm. there's just a lot of like things there's like seven or eight actions to pick from it's more like the steps in each action 
just did not come intuitively to me. Got yeah. it. I know the game is good. David Tursey is not going to make a game that's that's not good, right? And I don't know if he just made this solo well, he or could. what, but um, or that's br- it's not broken. That's yeah. maybe, yeah. maybe not good. But it's He's not, listed. It's, he has the second design credit on this. Gordon Kalea and Y Yi okay. are first and third, respectively. Okay. So, although I recognize that some of these mechanisms I really like, I love my own player board. I love set collecting. I love Agreed. multi-use cards. Agreed. That's um, great. I don't gravitate a ton toward economic games, but this market manipulation was very cool. And I liked it, but with you on that for too. some reason, all of these steps to take in each of these actions made me always go back to the rule book. I had to look at the rule book for, all right, when I manipulate the market, okay, do I have to play the card that matches the symbol that I'm manipulating or can I be on the same spot and play the color, right? Or, all right, I want to do the black market. So do I have to be on that spot or can I be on a spot where I want to sell it to? You know, like it just, there was... I didn't it for to me, and I'm sure it clicked with people because some games click with me that doesn't click to other people. And of I course. just, I I couldn't get it through my head what I needed to do for some of these actions and in what order. Where some of them was even you can add a cube here, or you can add a cube here, or you can add both, mm-hmm. or you can just do this one. And I'm like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. What? So I always seem to go back to the rule book, which was mediocre in my opinion for just reading the rules to start with and the wording of it was just not good did you just play this with Devin so, or did you play this with I played it with Joe oh with Joe okay and and we had both you know we're obviously like gamers right and right. we both like there was one part in the rule book we're trying to read and I was like what is this what even, is even saying, saying? Oh, so that was a little maybe if that, that if the if the rule sheet or like a player aid would have been a little more helpful that could have helped but have I felt either like either of you played brass no I've heard that this that's the game, game I want to play takes some roots with its card play from brass okay I want to play. What's the new one? Birmingham. Birmingham. I want to play the Birmingham. Birmingham I think Birmingham. Uh, yeah. Birmingham. Birmingham or Lancashire. Birmingham, one of the two. Birmingham. Birmingham. Brass. Birmingham. So, <laughs> yeah, I would like say a big brass band. <laughs> <laughs> Positives. I love the art. The production's great. I got some metal coins with it, which was freaking sweet. Ooh, metal were like, coins. They were kind of like square. They were, some of them were like square. Yeah. They were just sweet. Like when they're like coins. not 100% the Round. same. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. some are a little yes. more rounded. They were so yeah. cool. Pirate booty. The, again, like I said, each of the, the mechanisms seemed like I would like them. The market manipulation was cool. Card play was cool. My player board was cool. But just each part of it was like, what am I doing to take this action to do what I need to do? It was just mm-hmm. a little bit much in my opinion and a little bit finicky like i felt i felt after the game going couldn't this game be played without the cards yeah. couldn't you just give me rules for the yeah. actions but now you add the cards which then is another layer of like too annoyances yeah. right it's not was it there because it enhanced the game or was it there just to make it diff- more difficult right. and i didn't know just to add more stuff to yeah it. like was it just more stuff did it did the card play enhance the game at all did you know, the black market enhanced the game at all. Can you do without the extra board? You know, I felt myself trying to... Maybe the answer is no. Yeah. And, and maybe, yeah. yeah. And maybe it maybe it's like, no, this is how the game works. It's good. Yeah, I know people it. love it. So, but yeah, those were kind of my, my thoughts on it is I don't know if I'm going to reach for it. I know Devin would hate it. So mm-hmm. I will not play it with her. Yeah. I would say Joe and I might give it another try, but I would say it, it was... It was in a, a good, not greatish mass. Sometimes when, when sort games of, are that range. heavy and it's that, I don't want to say it confused you, but mm-hmm. when they're that like, what? It's hard to 
Enjoy. Go through the stress of getting it out again. Yeah. Yes. If it's a lighter game, it's that was a long okay, setup. I must have right. done something wrong, but yeah. 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 So that's, because there's games like on Mars, which is so heavy and there's so yeah, much. Yeah, if that missed for you, you you're like, I'm not taking yeah, this Yeah, but again. it's also like for us, oh my it, God, it felt so, so smooth. Like if it's not smooth and it's heavy, like it takes away the fun part. Yeah. Can that. I do this thing that I think is kind of fun where I'm just reading a couple comments? Sure. All right. Okay. There we go. Here's some BGG comments for Excavation Earth. Um, okay. Poi Poi King <laughs> says, card play gets its roots from brass and okay. adds a unique theme and wonderful player-controlled market. Can't wait to play this again. I'm with you on that one. I would agree with that 100%. The, the market manipulation, that was cool. Awesome, right? That was very cool. Okay. Um, Flash Instinct says, this is a very thinky game. You must ensure that you have the right cards for the right moment you want to play them. Your adversaries might also be developing a strategy that completely foils your plans in one quick swoop. Will you be quicker and wiser than your opponents? Better start digging, smuggling, selling, and reigning supreme in the command ship to win. Oh, command ship. That's what it's called. The command ship. Not the mothership. Not the, the motherboard. Mother mother the board. command ship. The command ship. <laughs> Thanks. Hopeless Popo. Liar says, not a game you can drink and play. Active brain use yes. needed. Yeah. In sure. order to succeed, you need to think ahead, not only multiple actions, but multiple turn cycles. Super fun. Because you have to set the market up. Other sure. people can ruin the market, so you have to sell at the right time. It's, yeah. Here's one that has um, a, a, a cons thing. Uh, this is Go-Getter333. He says, great, thinky, yet tactical market manipulation simulation game. Excellent solo implementation. Must be David. Okay. Well, I mean, David Terzi's involved. Only him. played a few times so far, but definitely enjoying the I have five things I want to do, but will likely only accomplish two and a half to three of sure. them feel. <laughs> cons. Solo bot imitates a person, which I like, but it requires a decision tree causing a bit of rules reference. Uh, not intuitive. The rules seem disconnected from the yeah. theme. Mm -hmm. I'm not big on the theme, but it's definitely unique and interesting. Okay. So that's kind of, yeah, yeah, right. Wait, so is David Terzi the one who does the solo versions a lot of, games, of the game? A lot yes. of games. So yeah. he'll like do the solo version. They'll Even like call him. Nothing to He's do not with the usually like of, the main designer or whatever. Yeah, he is on a few games. Like he designed oh, okay. Anachrony. Oh, okay. He designed Tawantin Suyu. Gotcha. He designed this, apparently. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. Dakla Tower. Oh, Dakla says, Tower. Buen Yergo Euro Medio. Okay. <laughs> Which is, you know, kind yeah, of. Yeah, that's, okay, uh, that's a rough one. Yep. Let's go into. <laughs> worker placement, it says. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the worker placement in this yeah. game is lacking. <laughs> we haven't done that in a while. We should do, we should do a board yeah, game beatdown. Yeah. Beat we should do a beatdown in a while. Um, okay, let me, go to, let me go to one real quick. Um, <laughs> like, uh, you know. Real one? Charles, S Charles T says, very heady game, which requires some work to set up. A series of actions to eventually sell resources you've collected. It can definitely be a brain burner. The central action card system is the best aspect, it says, as each card is precious and each action crucial to your success. It can feel a bit convoluted and unintuitive trying to recall whether you need a specific color or symbol. Okay. But the player aid is pretty solid once you get used to the iconography. Still, after a three-hour game, you will likely need to still refer to the rules aid due to the complexity of the engine, which okay. Jeff talked yeah. about. It can feel like work at times and is heavier than it may appear. Um, but there is a sense of accomplishment when you spend several actions setting up markets, manipulating demand, and offload a bunch of human junk for a big yeah. payout. <laughs> That's cool. And then the Way last thing it. he says is, my favorite aspect is how it attempts to co-modify human culture and treats it as a means of commerce. Long after we're gone, we're still identified by our stuff. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, the theme is unique, different. You know, again, could be pasted on, could be anything, but is different and I, I did appreciate hey, I that mean, for games sure. Games that have to pay are pasted on. Whatever. They gotta pick something. They have to pick something. Yeah, and I'm with that's you. a cool way to like, you know, I, I, I never I never rarely in my life do I feel like an alien. Yeah. No matter what theme yeah. you stick on there, you know. But agreed. There a game like Destinies 
immerses you enough, sure. I that's, think. Yeah, that's but the like a Euro game, game, you gotta have a theme yeah. to it. So who cares if it's pasted on? Yeah. Just enjoy. So I'd say look into it, watch some videos. It might be up your alley. It wasn't. It, it wasn't a home run for me. Um, but sure, very cool. Yeah, excavation Earth. Excavation Earth. So the gateway. Is this still a thing? Nothing has happened with the gateway in a long time. What is going on? We are making a comeback. It's no mystery at this point that I've had a difficult year, and that part, uh, the part of the difficulties of the year has greatly impacted my desire to both play games and has also really just affected my state of mind in general. So as really the sole actor of management of the gateway, it just kind of stopped. The insties were a thing I was like so gung-ho about, and then everything happened like right when I was supposed to release them, and so it just never happened. And now we're halfway through the year, and it's just dead, and I'm really bummed about it. So I am getting some help. The Instagram account will begin to see a lot more activity, has already begun to see a lot more activity, thanks in part to the mad board gamer himself. Yes, thank you, Jeff. Jeff has taken command and is, is helping out with that, which I'm so happy uh, about because... The whole purpose of the gateway is to shout people out. And if the gateway itself is not doing that, then uh, we're a bad example. we expect you to do <laughs> yeah. that? Exactly. So we're going to see some uptick in that. Um, I'm going to be starting up our meet and greet on the Gateway Twitch channel so you can get to know all the fabulous content creators who are members of the network. Uh, again, this network is intended to help newer or lesser known content creators grow by shouting each other out. And we do that every episode here, but that's not quite enough. And so we're going to get back into it. So thank you so much, Jeff, and anyone else out there who's a part of the Gateway who would like to get involved and help out. Uh, thank you. I really, 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 really appreciate it. Thanks, yeah. bro. Yeah, you're, I'm excited to to do stuff. Yeah, to do stuff with it. Everything you've done already is like everything yeah. I've wanted it's to perfect. do, and it's perfect. So yeah, you're perfect. You <laughs> just did it. Thanks, guys. Thank you. <laughs> if you ever wanted to support the show but weren't quite sure how to, maybe you could consider flushing your money down the Gamecasters toilet by way of our Patreon page. Yes, our Patreon. There are four different tiers, which will I'm not going to say eventually this time will get you access to behind the scenes content, exclusive content, or content ahead of time. You will also potentially at some point we got to figure it out get swag that nobody else has access to and the opportunity to help out and support a podcast that you sometimes listen to we have great patrons we're growing patrons all the time thank you so much for your support everybody i promise we will up our game very 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 soon if you'd like to donate us to help donate to us and help (laughs) pay for things like hosting fees that sixth circumcision jeff has had his eye on (laughs) had my eye on Ooh, that's looking pretty yeah, nice. I guess he needs it at this no, point. Need a real they don't. If, if you, if enough people, I added to my Amazon card at the twenty dollars tier, Jeff can go see a real doctor this time. Yeah. Instead of just Natalie, who Dr. thinks she knows how to do it. <laughs> yeah, Doctor Spaceman. Um, anyway, please head on over to patreon.com forward slash the Gamecasters, and you can help us out. So we are back again for another essential segment we have. Called the Gamecasters Essentials. Ooh. Yay. An essential Yay. segment Yay. of Essentials. The idea behind this segment is these are games that all three of us unanimously agree are likely good for most everyone. That's not to say everyone will love them, but these are games that Almost if you don't have a collection, these will be pretty safe bets to purchase sight unseen, is mm-hmm. what we're saying. Like this, we think these are universally enough universally liked that we are calling them that essentials. It would be a Yes. In your but if you don't like it, like don't blame us. Yeah, it's not don't our blame fault. us. It's not our fault. It's not everyone. You bought it. Yeah. yeah you have some self control. Don't gun to your head. My gosh. Jerks. Jeez. We have two essential games already, which are Bonanza and the Castles of Burgundy. And now our third game, reaching the upper echelons of Gamecasters fandom, is Strike. 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 
Why does Strike make our essentials list? It just might be the most unadulterated fun game on the market. It's simple. It's crazy. It's inexpensive. It's the same level of fun for pretty much all ages. I've played with my four-year-old all the way up to the extreme elderly of Mr. Measles and McDave Mick. Everyone who plays this (laughs) just smiles and wants to play again. It's the board game equivalent to Pringles. You just want to play one more. Just one more game. Let's rack it again. It's just throwing dice into a plastic dish. That's all it is. But it's the most fun you'll have. If you haven't heard of Strike, if you don't own Strike, what I always tell people, and I told this to Jeff, he did it, and now he tells people this, is just buy it. Just buy it. Right now. Go to Amazon, buy it. It's available in the U.S. now. There's, yeah. It's the you yellow box Target, version. You can get it. Oh, is that at Target now? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't research it. Don't look up reviews. <laughs> just buy it right now. It is. We are that confident <laughs> That it will be a hit with you. Yes. Do you guys have anything else to add about how why Strike is a game caster's essential? Nengi? Well, <laughs> I was Lexi, actually... Let me, go, just, <laughs> so, was, let me tell you. <laughs> I mean, all the things Ryan said, but I was looking just for fun, like you gave me the idea to look at some comments. Yep, my idea. And, yep. um, Thanks for the credit. And I thought, you know, obviously the three of us think this is an essential game, but there's a lot of other people who like it too. Um, and... And their descriptions are like so accurate. Like oh, let's hear this it. one person's mofo eighty three says <laughs> This mofo. This mofo says this mofo. What does that mofo say? <laughs> Tell me what the mofo says right now. Says, I need to know. <laughs> he says that it's way more fun than it should be. A totally silly, mindless dice game that elicits plenty of ooing and eyeing when unlikely rolls swing the game. For example, when you've added five dice to the arena and still none match. <laughs> the mechanism yep. where a player has to roll all their dice. When the arena is empty, it is so ridiculous, yep. but in a great way. Always yep. a hit. Man, you know, like what a mofo. What a that mofo, that mofo nailed, nailed it. That mofo knew what he was Listen to that about. mofo. Although I wouldn't say I ooh and ah, I more like laugh or like gasp yeah. or like you know like or jump out of pillow. my chair. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah or yeah, yeah. Right, right, or like, like burn the whole much house laughter down. and yeah. screaming. We couldn't stop playing. Seems like I've almost always be in a good mood to give this a spin with a fun group. Yeah. Feels like a quick yep. play with one or two games while we're warming up. This is a you game know. I think that has the ability to turn a boring group into a fun group. Yep. There's yeah. some games where you're like, okay, you want to play this with the right people. This game will turn the wrong people into the right people. Right. I feel like. It's also a good like... Um, you're the wrong person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like a good, I, play this, right? you stupid you're idiot. <laughs> God, I hate you. If you play this game... I might like you. I yeah. hate you I so you're... much. You are the worst person I've ever met. Let's yeah. play Strike to make you better. <laughs> strike has the ability. You to suck so much. People good. I need you to play Strike. Right. It's a good uh, um, icebreaker game. Yeah. Yes. I think it's Very great good. at the end of like a game that you play something heavy. You play mm-hmm. Zolkin. Yeah. You play Coinbra. Right. Yeah. And Name then it's one. like some people are upset they lost or like, man, that was heavy. Yeah, and the night on like note. a fun right. two Strike minutes. It, it plays take, takes two minutes. Yeah. You play it and you just have a blast and then it feels like it ends the night perfectly. Yep. And then yeah. you want to play it again and again and again and yeah. again. Yeah. This is one other person the says it reminds me of the type of game I would make up and play in my room as an only child. It is yeah. one of those games. <laughs> it's yep. one of those games where you're like, God damn it, why yeah, didn't I think it's freaking Holy shit. It's just really fun. God, you so I hate you. You you are the wrong person. And like we said, everybody would like it, no matter what type of game you are, no matter what age you are. A yeah, four-year-old could play it. A hundred-year-old could play it. Yes. <laughs> Listen, Grandma, I hate you, Grandma. Grandma but you, if dice. you throw this, I might like you. Okay, this is going to turn you into a better person. <laughs> it has the ability. <laughs> Strike brings people together. Okay, Strike. so that is Gamecasters Essentials number three. 
strike again don't you i'm even pissed that you're listening to us just buy the damn game okay so it's been a while since the most universally respected segment among all board gaming podcasts has returned so i can't wait to find out what jeff has for us in this episode's instagram inbox and now it's time for the instagram inbox with the mad board gamer back there's a a segment i got a segment again yeah you do yeah it's yours my segment is so important i might have pushed natalie's segment out of the episode (laughs) we'll see (laughs) yours will be more entertaining Uh, well well, maybe so i took a break from the inbox for a little bit rejuvenate myself and i wanted to come back with a classic come back strong Mm -hmm. and we did this a while ago i don't remember what episode it was 40, 50 something, where Ryan went on Reddit and he found this funny thing where people were substituting <laughs> yeah. or replacing letters in movies to make a funny new title. Yeah, it was the letter R specifically. Yeah, R. So yeah, add the we did R. that for, Ryan made a geek list out of it. We did it on a couple episodes. And I boners. just kind of, I kind of, yeah, I kind of opened it up to like, yeah. you know, change any letter, move a letter, just make a funny new title of a game. And I thought, I'm like, let me just try this classic. See, we'll get a few more. I like this. You take the restrictions away. Yeah. You know, just and like it, it, it open it up. Anything. There's more. Yeah. So there's more opportunity for hilarity. Yeah. Yes. And we I like thought hilarity. like, you know, we have, we, we've, we've done them all. Right, we got them all. Yeah, yeah. we didn't. Yeah. There are oh, some. Baby. There are some really great. Are ones. we sure that there's none recycled? Because I have a terrible memory. There's a couple recycled ones that I'll that I'll throw in there. I, the, the first one I'm going to say is one of your favorites from previous episodes. Okay, so, I, and I like that because yeah. I'm not going to remember, so I'm going to have fun. Yeah. So <laughs> Swoozle. So okay. shout out to Swoozle who, <laughs> who good, on my story. Changed. So my <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh Swoozle's the name. <laughs> Swoozle. So on my my post, I said you know type in this box, give me the name of, yeah. of a game. Switch the letter. So again, if you if if I didn't explain the rules or the, the thing, you're switching a letter in a, a game title to make a really funny new title. Mm-hmm. Add a letter, subtract a letter, whatever. Something with a letter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Swoozle. And Jurgen. Jurgen? Yeah. Jurgen. Uh, How do you pronounce your name, Swoozle? Sw- swoozle. <laughs> <laughs> so, Swoozle's his first name, Jurgen's his middle name. Swoozle, Jurgen. Swoozle, Swoozleson. So, Swoozle in the box, instead of typing out, here's the, the game, the name he wrote. He's like, oh shit, I got a lot to tell you. So he like DM me a whole bunch of stuff, basically. Swoozle, so okay, real quick before you go on, Swoozle might be the most kind, enthusiastic, yes. supportive listener we have. He's awesome. And amazing. if I'm offending you, if you're a different listener, step up your fucking game. <laughs> See what Swoozle Look at Swoozle, and then yeah. you can, and then yeah, and then you can call yourself. He's we all compare the ourselves. Best. Kind listener, we, we compare ourselves. Whenever I see him like comment or anything or send a message in the Discord, I'm like, ooh, yeah. What's he gonna say? I run in the bathroom. I take my pants off. Stop uh, it. <laughs> I just like, <laughs> you know, it's always going to be something that feels good. <laughs> oh, oh, there it is. And it feels good. You hear that, Swoozle? Oh, yeah. Just jurgening right in my yep. <laughs> Get out some jurgens. Swoozling in my Swoozle. Stop it. Went in the bathroom and Swoozled myself. <laughs> I Swoozled Natalie before you came over. Yeah, I saw yeah. you spot on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> a spot on the couch. You know, a quick Scotch guard. Yeah, oh, <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so what did he say? Okay, first one, classic from an old episode, but I have to say it again, is Terraforming Mark. <laughs> yeah, that's that's so just such a great funny. one. Yep. Um, so we got funny. two rooms and a boob. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, groom service. Yeah. That's a good one. We have dickscape. <laughs> which is a very game. difficult escape game is what he said <laughs> this is okay this might be my this might be my favorite one 
This is Dude Imperium. <laughs> Which he said, finally, a big Lebowski legacy game. Dude, yeah, Dude Imperium. Or that could also be Dude, if you just want Dune. Okay, yeah. dude. seriously though, a, a big Lebowski legacy game would I'm be in. amazing. I'm in. Uh, Tiny Gowns. <laughs> a game about inaccurate tailoring. Vapor Tales. Blow off some steam in the hippest game out there. Vapor. New York Lou, like a bathroom. Okay, oh, yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Are these still are this still swoozle? This is all swoozle. Okay. <laughs> and then at the end he goes, Man, I love this stuff. He says, Deal of winter. Not everyone fully cooperative, the upcoming winter clearance sale. <laughs> <laughs> the deal of winter. Buy one, get one. Yeah, it's a winter, it's a winter clearance sale. Oh man. Um, trivia geek said blonde rage. That's a different game. Blonde rage. Bad I've board game covers. The Haitian sensation turned oath into oats. This is a game about oats. oats. And Selling of course, a Eat classic one: fort into fart. Yeah, of course. That's, oh, that's yes. fart. Fart. <laughs> Um Han versus Alex. I love their account. Oh, yeah. Um, terraforming SARS. I was like, ooh, is that a little too early? I was like, I was like oh, that's no. Well, that's an older one. That, yeah. yeah. Isn't this a SARS variant yeah, yeah. kind of thing? It is. is. it, by the way, is it Han? I always thought it was like Hun, like Honey. Maybe like Hun. Hun. Hey, Hun. Hun versus, it doesn't, Han probably makes more sense. I don't How know. do you spell it? I think it's H-O-N. Oh. But you're right. It's Alex. probably her versus him, right? Because yeah, there's two people so. on the account. You're probably right. Continue. So. All right. Rising Sin. That's from TT Tabletop. Is that just an erection? Rising sin? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. My sin is rising. Oh, no. Oh, heck. Oh, no, there. Oh, my sin. Oh, my penis. Oh, this is a sin, eh? Oh, ow. Oh, look at it. Feels good. Oh, it's rising. Nice. Zadi plays games. Zadi the hottie. Just went with perv. (laughs) Instead of merv. That's awesome. Perf. Also, Marv now works in this. Yeah, now Marv is it. True, yeah. But Perv is better. Perv Our is good better. buddy Ben Derrick, thirteen, not clone. I heard of something him. thirteen. Yeah, he's not clone anymore. Um, turn one of Ryan's favorites game into Belfart. <laughs> Belfart. Yeah, the forts and the fantasy fart. and some flights. Like Gateway member. They're my friend. Um, instead of welcome to, it's welcome poo. <laughs> welcome poo. Fantasy and some flights had a couple other ones. Had through the apes. <laughs> through the apes. <laughs> Gotta go through those apes if you're gonna get. And then mice forge. Mice for a lot of mice. Yeah. Like you're like building mice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we had a better half review sent me a whole bunch. Okay. I'm going to pick um, some of my favorite ones. Okay. Mime stories. Mime stories. <laughs> I think that'd just be like, like you're a mime. Yeah. No, no, no talking. Telling stories. Yep. Over moss. <laughs> um, sing of Tokyo. Maybe it's like a uh, oh, yeah. joint cars. salad. All from better half. This is all from better half review. That sounds kind of Lick gross. it to ride. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> It is great. Lick it to ride. Can we have sex? We got to lick it to ride. Yeah, lick it to ride. <laughs> no, you know the rules. All right. Rule number I'll, one. I'll try this spot on the couch. Yeah, I'll oh, try this spot on the couch. Stop. This is more of a letter swap above an elbow. <laughs> <laughs> that was better half reviews also. Above an elbow. <laughs> <laughs> Emotional cyborg oh, Janelle. Oh, my god. Instead of magic maze is magic mail. Yeah. <laughs> and then also Magic Mail on Mars. Is that like a Magic okay. Mike? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Uh, New York Moo would be another one for that oh, one. I am shocked that that's New the York only Moo. submissions from Janelle. Janelle usually has 30 million, submissions. Yeah. <laughs> well, she, that New York Moo was hers. Maybe she was busy uh, She has day. another one. I have more. Oh, okay. There's more. <laughs> Scotland Hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from Scotland Hard. 
<laughs> That's good. Uh, more from Better Half Reviews. We have Discounts of the West Kingdom, another another deal <laughs> game. Yeah. That's really funny. Uh, I like this one, too. Ticket to Hide. <laughs> like, yeah, you okay, can Lick It to Ride. Yeah. Lick It but, to but, Ride. Yeah, that's, that's funny. This is another one. one. This one made me laugh. Uh, mansions of Sadness. <laughs> Aww. Oh, what a sad game. You live alone in a mansion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sweeping Gods from Better Half Reviews. Okay. Sweeping. Instead of sleeping. Yep. Um, Dog Powered Vehicle says, Feet the Dice Game. <laughs> Instead of fleet. Yeah. Fartographers. <laughs> Another fart joke. Fartographer, that's yeah. good though. That yeah. is good. Uh, this one's just kind of funny. Blue Lagoop. <laughs> Blue Lagoop. Blue Lagoop. That's a funny thing to say. Um, Gateway Gamers Pod, which is no- nothing to do it has with the Gateway with Network. The Gateway Network. Oh. Um, Bloomhaven, a tactical Euro game about watering flowers. Bloomhaven. <laughs> Uh, the Swellings of Eldervale came up with Dog Power Vehicle. Yeah, Mr. Measles came up with Dick Forge, <laughs> Dick <laughs> Hospital, and, the dick and Poot. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, really another, another dick, another dick one, one, I know. What's yeah. Dick Hospital? Dice Hospital. Dice Hospital. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's ease, there's a cape. More Dog Powered Vehicle. We have Near and Fart. <laughs> we have Hump Drive. Is another it's good one. Jump drive. <laughs> uh, Felix Tabletop sent me a few, too. Okay. Uh, this was an added letter. Uh, Secret Shitler. <laughs> that's, a, that's a different game. Um, dub and Dub Games had the Isle of Cabs, which we okay. had carts once, and now we have cabs. What if there's like oh, no, right. there's nobody there to take the cabs? Yeah. There's just a shit ton of cabs. Yeah, there's there. just a lot of cabs. Also, Winogenics. <laughs> different. Yeah. That's a different game. Yep. Um, this was a game we talked about. Spooky Gems is just a game called Besties. Best, or Bestinies. Oh, okay. It's like Best- picking your best friends. Yeah, Bestinies. Yeah, it's like just picking your best friend. That's fun. Which um, she just did on her, on, she just like posted a bunch of accounts on her yeah. stories that she liked. Yeah, she, she played yeah. the game. The game casters weren't in there. Yeah, she, <laughs> she wrote, she wrote choosing, <laughs> choosing your best friend in this thrilling new teen RPG by Lucky Duck. Bestinies, I like that. Being Friends official removed a letter to create Mage Knight. <laughs> With so the, remove just an the end. K. It's now nighttime. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> the other kind of night. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Of course, they would say mage night. Yeah, Felix Tabletop again had settlers of Satan. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was great. Well, and uh, that, that's that's the last one. Oh, <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, so yeah, Fantastic we got some, segment. We're the inbox, the is, inbox back is back a little bit. Back. Holy crabopple. That was really, <laughs> that was really funny. Yeah, there's some good ride. ones. <laughs> Thank you, really everybody, fun. for it, responding. It and has pushed the nook fun. out this episode. Yeah. We're nookless now, it's sorry. either the inbox yeah. or the oh, nook. Allie <laughs> and I had to fight over it. <laughs> yeah. So, in today's game of the episode, <laughs> what we're going to do, again, we're, it's, it's very different than we've ever done before. Oh, well, we played, Ooh. I don't know if we've ever played this particular game. We have played Medium. Yes. So I'm trying to think of yeah. like actual real games, games, games we've played on the podcast, if any. Anyway, Medium is one. Yeah, I can and only think of Medium. What we're going to do here is we're going to play a game of monikers with Jeff and Natalie. We'll do one minute each for the round, right? And we're going to see how many cards they can get. Um, so if you haven't played Monikers, how Monikers works is there's three rounds, okay? There's a bunch of cards, and all the cards have, like, a meme on it or a phrase or a name or some sort of, you know, funny word. Mm-hmm. And in the first round, you can say whatever you want, kind of like our other game where they try to get each other to guess the game. You can say whatever you want without saying the name of the game. That's how the first round works. In the second round, you go through the same cards, but you can only say one word to get them to guess it. But they've, you know, they've known what the cards are at this point, so they can, uh, 
you know, they, they should have a little bit of prior knowledge. And in the third round, which will be exclusive for our Patreon backers to see, because that's going to be on video, you yes. are pantomiming or charading <laughs> the clues. So if you're just listening to the podcast and you're not a member of the Patreon, shame on you, <laughs> but you will get to hear the first two rounds. And so you can consider whoever wins by the second round to have one uh, before the actual we'll real you. winner, yeah, we'll tell you. For the actual <laughs> real winner, if you want to see the video, head on over to patreon.com. Any of the backer tiers will get you access to this video. So you can pledge at $1, you can pledge at 20 you can give us all your money. It doesn't matter. You'll see the video if <laughs> the you want to. <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> the bank account pledge level. Yeah, the bank account pledge. The half and all in plans were great. Um, so how it's going to work. I have chosen 10 cards myself. I've asked Jeff and Natalie to both choose five. Have you guys gotten your five? Yeah. I have five. Okay, send, yes. them, send them to me. So I'm going to be the all-time clue giver. So what we're going to do... Natalie, was that okay? I, I grabbed your cards. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> want to make sure. Cards. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to shuffle these up. There's 10 cards in here you guys haven't seen. So each of them have seen five. So there's 20 there's cards 15 in total. 15 in there we haven't seen. Because five... Oh, right. 15, 15, 15 that one of you... You're right. Yep. True. Yeah. 15 Ten each. that neither of us have So you, there's five of... Uh, you know, a quarter of these yeah. you've, you've, you know. So how it's going to work is I'm going to be all-time clue giver. Uh, who do you want us to start? Natalie. Natalie? We'll start okay. with Natalie. So Natalie, I'm going to start with you. Okay. What we're going to do, I have a timer here. You're going to get one minute. Jeff, you can be the in charge of the timer. Okay. I'm going to just flip a card up and read it, and Natalie's going to have to try to guess it. If she gets it, I will put the card in a pile that is like Natalie's score pile, which Jeff will not obviously have access to because she just got it <clears throat> after that minute's up whatever cards are remaining jeff will get a minute and i will do those cards and any that he get goes into his pile we're gonna go until this deck runs out back and forth one minute each okay okay then we'll count up the points you have on those cards yeah. right and then jeff can write them down or something yeah. and then we'll go to round <laughs> two where we'll have the exact same deck we'll do the exact same thing one minute each where i can only say this time one word to get them to guess it and again we'll go till the deck runs out mm -hmm. and then off of the show, we'll do the third Ooh, round. Are you okay. going to read just what's on the card specifically? Or you, no, you can gonna, give your own clue. Oh, I'm going right. to give my own You said you were going to read it. All right, ready? I, was that <laughs> I said I was going to read it? Yeah, you're like, I'll read the card. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'll read what the card says. Oh, okay, right? okay. Gotcha. All right. Okay. Ready? Are you ready? <laughs> Natalie? Yes. Three, two, one, go. Okay. Um, okay, so um, <laughs> Mickey Mouse, his best friend. Pluto. His second best friend. <laughs> Goofy. His third best friend. <laughs> Donald Duck. There you go. Oh, although it's a young version. So Baby Donald Duck. Uh what is Baby Do baby What is a young Duckling. So Donald Duckling. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. You're a wizard, Harry. Harry Oh, uh Hagrid. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so me and Jeff uh whip out our penises and put a uh, Oh dick measuring contest. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> Um, this is uh, um, a Russian word for grandma. A babushka. Okay. Oh, a babushka. Um, okay, a babushka so this lady. is the guy the um, in, in in the show The Office with the glasses who always yells Michael. Oh, Dwight. Yep. Well, true. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's this TV show with Tim the Toolman Taylor. Ten seconds. Home Improvement. And it goes. Uh, what's that called? Oh, uh, a grunt. Yeah, but um, we're gonna call that the. A man grunt? <laughs> man grunt. What's the show? Home time. improvement. Tool time. Okay, that's, okay so oh. that didn't count. All right, so Natalie got You one, can pass, two, Natalie. Okay, you can pass. So that's five. Are you Natalie. doing I think that one card is Donald Ducking. Oh, I thought it said Donald Duckling. It is Donald Ducking. Ooh. Okay, sorry. Well, it counts. It counts. We'll count yeah, it because yeah, I, I just read it wrong. Yeah. I thought it said Donald Duckling. Who is Donald Ducking? <laughs> it says Donald that, Ducking is not wearing your pants. It says the term for being naked from the waist down. Yeah. <laughs> wearing Donald a shirt Ducking. and not wearing pants. All right, so sorry about that. No, it's all right. Obviously, yeah, like okay, some so of them are mine. Okay, so now you got to be in charge of this, and let me shuffle these up. 
Yeah, I don't know what you were trying to do on the last, so I'm glad that one wasn't my, wasn't yeah, my first a, one. Yeah, that was a tough one. Uh, Jeff and me rip out our dicks and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had that. Yeah, you had to make that Why didn't you say dicks? Because it just said dick measuring. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, here we go, Jeff. You ready? Got a wang. Now you got the stopwatch. Yep. Ready? Okay. Ready? Three, two, one. <laughs> okay. All right, so this is when you stick a cock in your throat and then you either... Or you don't. It's called the... Gag. Gag reflex. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is... Uh, when you come out of your mother's vagina, you... You're birthing. The uh, birthing. Ba- birth. Being born. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, so this is when you take a, a gun that has one bullet Russian in it. Russian roulette. Yep. <laughs> wow. Okay, so this is uh, your time of the month. You're bleeding from the vagina. Your period. You ha- yeah, but it cramps. Hurts, so, yeah. Menstrual cramps. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is... Uh, children have uh, learned this where you have something uh, in your hand and you put it behind a door... And the Peek-a-boo. kid don't, doesn't know that it's go- that it's really gone. Pass. Okay. <laughs> oh, I know. Okay. My name is Anigo Montoya. The kid my father prepared to die. Princess He's going Bride. after this person. Oh, man. Who doesn't have the normal amount of uh, appendages on their He's hand got, that other people have. He's got six fingers. He, yeah, yeah, six so, finger Willy. Pass. No. Oh, no. <laughs> You're so close. Okay. So me and Jeff love each other so much, we are considered to have time. a bromance. Yeah. It's time. Okay. Oh. I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. One, two, three. Name? Jeff also got five. So there's ten left. <laughs> all right. Oh, this is great. <laughs> this is great. It's all tied up. Here we go, Natalie. You ready for the next minute? Are you counting cards or are you counting the points on the, the points cards? on the cards? Do okay. we put the? Um, are we doing? I say anything again? Yeah, it's just till the deck runs. Oh, till the deck. Yep, till okay. the deck runs. Out. So we got ten. We, go we get, still got ten left. All right. How do I do this? You got to really good. reset. All right. Ready? You got it. Three, go. two, one. All right. Okay. So this is when you have something in your hand. You put it behind a door. Object permanent. Yes. Jeez. Okay, so um, a dance where the performer moves their um, appendage in a circular motion on the floor, then switches it to the opposite one, and then back again. Hokey pokey? (laughs) It doesn't smell good. It doesn't smell good. The stanky leg. Yeah! (laughs) Okay, Okay, so this is, um, uh, okay, you choose either Jeff, me, or Devin. You have to, mm, and mm, the other one. Fuck, Mary kill. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is the guy from Homestar Runner who's the not the good guy. Oh, the... He's, he's um, really... Trogdor. No, no, he's all he's very muscular. The cheat. No. He's uh, very muscular. He talks uh, like he talks like a He's uh, like, "Ah, oh, Homestar Runner." I don't remember his name. Okay, he's got yes. a he wears a wrestling helmet. He's a basketball. Okay, this is when you really have an obsession with the lower the lowest appendage. You're Foot said to have fetish. A, yep. Okay. <laughs> Foot fetish. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the TV show and the noise is called a home improvement time. Oh, Tool time grind. That was so I close, but no, you didn't get that. So, let's see. Not very many. Of them. I got all of mine. So got four. Okay. Oh, so man. got four. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go again. I don't know some of these. Girl, what's your weakness? Man. <laughs> all right. You ready for this? Ready. Go. Okay. Um, tool time grunt. The person Enigma Montoya <laughs> oh. is searching for to get his revenge. It's the Damn. he's got six fingers. Yep. Six and he's, finger. he's not a woman. He's a six fingered man. There you go. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Play the name. Okay. This is. I think he's dead now. He was part of the Wu Tang Clan. He's not young. He's not clean. And Old he, dirty bastard. Yes. <laughs> he's not young. He's not <laughs> okay, so the show is called the Tool Time Home Improvement. Okay, and uh, is a grunt or uh, a auditory home improvement sound. Hey, <laughs> there you go. Oh. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Mac and Hobbs are not these. Your dogs. Um, no. Uh, so <laughs> the opposite of bad. That's, that's me. A good cat. Um, no, good dogs. Uh, yeah, good dogs. Okay. I picked that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is the. This is the. Uh, Homestar Runner, the... Yeah, Macho, I don't know what his name is. Okay, um, I'm not weak, I'm... 
strong. I'm not good. I'm oh, oh strong bad. There you go. Yeah. Okay. You <laughs> all right. And that. this is a Pokemon that's pink, and all the girls like this one. And what what Hufflepuff. happened? Oh, you're so close. I had a good clue too. Well, let's okay. give it to Natalie. One left. Oh, so you know this one, right? Jigglypuff. Okay. Jigglypuff. So that's the end of the first round. All right. Jeff totally got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ooh, that's close. Natalie got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Okay. Oh, <laughs> the, right. points, the points. So are we doing oh, the card yeah. points, or points? should we just do one point per card? Oh, I don't know. We can do points. The card points, probably. That's how you play the game. Okay. Oh, so now we got four, six, right? seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 18, 21, 24, 26, 27 total. 27 points. Just got two, five, six, eight, 10, easy 13, ones. 15, 18, 24. Ooh, I got the easy ones. All right. So now we shot. All right. So that's round one. Yep. So Natalie's up 27-24. Now we go to round two where all I can say is one, one word, word. And you have to guess the answer. Oh, boy. Is it? Who's first then? Is well, it who him? Just, who just went? Well, I technically went because there was just one card yeah, left. Yeah, so Jeff goes. So Jeff, okay. Goes. Good boy. Oh, yeah. Words oh, yeah. Here we go. Word, can you, are you going to do like, can you word sound? Uh, yeah, I, I, don't I don't know. know. All right. I, but I think I can still handle that one. Yeah. Okay. Let me know when we're ready. Okay. Ready. Go. Okay. <laughs> Stink. <laughs> Old Dirty Bastard. Uh, uh, pass. Okay. Yeah, that was not a good clue. Um, door. Object permit. Hey! <laughs> Gun. Russian roulette. Good, good. Um, grunt. Home improvement sound. Yes. <laughs> Stink. Old Dirty Bastard. Yes. <laughs> um, horny. Dick measuring contest. That was a bad. That was a bad clue. <laughs> Pass. <laughs> um, Homestar. Strong bad. Mac. Good dog. <laughs> he is a good dog. Who could do? An ego. Six finger band. <laughs> Office. Toy truth. Russian. Babushka. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey. A uh, Donald Ducking. <laughs> Time. Oh wow! Oh, wow he got a lot of those. He got one, two, know what that three, one was, four, now. five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ooh, okay. I got so half. Natalie, now you're turning it. You're expected to get the rest. Yep. Of these. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. That was great, Jeff. You ready? Three, two, one. Okay. Horny. <laughs> Pass. Okay. Ryan. <laughs> Dance. Stanky leg. Men. <laughs> <laughs> Pass. <laughs> Penis. The dick measuring contest. Yes. Um, vagina. <laughs> Menstrual cramps. Yes. <laughs> that was good. Birth. Being born. Yes. <laughs> Potter. Uh, Hagrid. Harry. <laughs> um, sex. Sex. Twenty seconds. Uh, pass. Okay. Penis. <laughs> God. <laughs> <Second> penis. <laughs> it is. Why are all penises? Why is every glue penis? Oh, shit, I could have done better. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, Pokemon. Jigglypuff. Okay. Go. Go over um, throat. Time. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, so you got six. Your, Jeff, your things one. were like vagina, penis, penis, penis. penis. <laughs> yes. Well, he's gonna get the penis. same shit. Don't worry, I'll try. I'll try better for you. <laughs> what, what? I don't remember them all being sexual. The last, good was, oh, the last clue was good. I thought. Penis. Are you <laughs> penis. Space. Are you ready? <laughs> ready. Go. Yeah, okay. Ready. Penis. 
men. <laughs> fast. Big <laughs> fast. <laughs> Penis. Um. Um. Hmm. Let's see. Julie Buff. Say something. Appendage. Oh, I know. Thank you, leg. Um. Three. I think that could do it. Maybe. This is one I really had to with. Okay. I know the other one. Okay. Throat. Uh, gag reflex. Yes. Oh yeah, I forgot okay. that was. Here we go. Um. Oh, murder. Murder. Spaces. <laughs> Damn, I don't know. Pass. <laughs> oh. Okay. Um. Hand. Foot fetish. Yeah. Okay. That worked. Wow. Oh. Okay. Um. Gag reflex. Grow. <laughs> Time. Okay. That All right. Mean. You know these last <laughs> two. <laughs> Sorry, you guys. I don't remember where the two are. I got a minute to figure out two, I guess. Yeah, you got two. Okay, ready? Tell me when we go. Give me good clues. Ready, go. Okay, sorry. I think this one's good. Murder. Murder. (laughs) I don't remember. There's only 20 cards there. Murder. Murder. Um. It's hard to do this one in one word, word, but I think think that's that's okay. That's probably one I gave it to. Death. (laughs) What's the other one? Okay, so you passed. Okay, relationship, bromance. Yeah. Oh. Okay. That's a card. Let me try. I guess I could try a different clue here. Um, I really don't remember what it is. Murder. I feel like we might have to pass. <laughs> like, sex. <laughs> Murder sex. Murder sex. Penis vagina. Maybe those are all the. <laughs> These clues are good. One. This is good. I, I believe you. I just completely sex, forget what the murder. Sex and murder. Sex and murder. I don't know. Ten seconds. Murder sex. And murder. Ten seconds now. Only seven seconds now. I'm gonna give Jeff a clue, just... and I think we got it. I don't Three, know. Three, two, one. Time. All right, Jeff, just reset it. All right, reset. Matrimony. Oh, wedding. Why? Why do, do I not know this? Remember no, this? I don't know why I don't remember this one. the three clues I gave. Oh, I picked. This oh. One. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's a. Uh, Fuck, murder, kill. Yeah. Kill, murder, fuck. Fuck, no. kill, murder, fuck. No. Murder, fuck, kill. No. Kill and murder is the same kill, thing. Kill, fuck, marry. Well, you put him in the right order. Marry, fuck, kill. No. Fuck, marry, kill. Yes. <laughs> no. You can say murder and kill. Yeah, whatever. Like, fuck, murder, kill. Yeah, like, fuck, oh, murder, kill. That's, not it. that's a lot of death in that <laughs> one. I guess that one, too. Last time. I think I picked that card. <laughs> I know. I was like, I don't know what to say. I'm like, murder. Hmm. No. Matrimony. She's like, hmm. Matrimony and killing. I'm like, you're so close. I'm like, I'll give it to Jessica. I completely forgot. Yeah, me too. Oh, man. (laughs) I gave you sex and kill. Sex and and killing. No, I said you said murder and. um, Oh, yeah, sex and murder. Murder, yeah, and sex. Yeah, and sex. And then I gave Jeff matrimony. (laughs) Sex, matrimony, or murder. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jeff. Got a lot of points here. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, (laughs) fourteen, sixteen, nineteen, twenty-one, twenty-four, twenty-eight. 32, 35. 35 gives me we could probably 59. Work backwards we know how many points Natalie had. Right? Nah. Okay. Nah. 3, 6, <laughs> 8, math. 11, 13, 14, 16. Ooh, 16 gives Natalie me. 43. It killed me. 43 to 50. But there still is There's the. One more round, though. The last <laughs> round. It's my turn. Oh, another round. Rajon round. Do you want to do it right now? Yes. Or should we. <laughs> okay. I'm going to forget all the cards. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, 
head on over to the Patreon uh, We're forward slash break. the yeah. Gamecasters. Is that what it's called? Patreon.com forward slash the Gamecasters. And you can see this video. If not, we'll, you know, we'll eventually, we'll, we'll tell you. How about that? We'll still tell you yeah. who wins. Yeah. But if you want to see the awesomeness that is about to unfold, uh, go to the Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> Do what we just said five times. Do yeah. it. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. And we're back. Okay. That was so much fun. You guys. <laughs> it was really fun. Head on over to the Patreon website. Pledge a dollar. It's only a dollar if you want to. You can see <laughs> that video. It was really fun. However, we did promise we would tell you the winner. <laughs> Anyways, Jumping Bones, Jeff Madigan. Hey. Hey-o. The Mad Board Gamer. Thank he you, wins. You. Natalie did a very respectable second place. You got yes. second. I was surprised you came in yeah. second. Second out of two. Thank <laughs> you. That was very, very Ryan, great job with the clues. Great job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you. Um, it was a very tough challenge for me. I ran all the way up two flights of stairs to get clothes on to be camera ready. <laughs> and then all the way back down two flights of stairs. I don't know why it didn't take just two seconds to just relax. Before we start, right, yeah. we're not in a rush. But you'll we see the video. Right I look like I'm having three heart attacks. <laughs> before the change, up. Ryan was Donald ducking. He didn't have any <laughs> yeah, pants on. Right. So. Yeah, exactly. I needed when some clizzles. You were picking up cards while laying face down on the floor. <laughs> Had to happen. It happened. I mean, it was a choice I made, so I would stay alive. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah. my god. So in today's game of the episode, I'm going to play. No, wait, that was the game. So <laughs> <laughs> for the top five this episode, we are going with our top five favorite. Board game content creators. Now, this is not necessarily a gateway shout-out. It can be. But the purpose of this list is to highlight and talk about accounts, channels, users, whatever, who we love and are not necessarily in-network, okay? Though, maybe they are. So here we go. We're going to do Jeff, me, and Natalie. Whenever you're ready, my friend, go ahead, preamble away, and then start us off. Listen. Now... (laughs) This list was tough because it I was. love so many people on Instagram and I talk to so many people on Instagram. Yeah. And leaving people out feels mean. Leaving yeah, people does. out feels mean, but know that I love you. No matter what your yeah. Instagram page is. I love talking to people. Just slightly um, to significantly less than these ones. Sure. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. But these are just some that I, I enjoy looking at. Maybe it's take ma- amazing pictures. Maybe it's just as personable or, mm-hmm. you know, gives the truth in some of these things. All this kind of great stuff. Sure. So my number five is a... a co-account that I mentioned um, earlier in the whatever segment I do, the inbox. Yep. Um, <laughs> Mrs. Han versus Alex. Oh, uh, nice. Just runs a, an amazing page. Uh, gives truthful reviews, unpaid reviews, honest thing, just nice people um, to talk to. It is a great Instagram account. If you don't follow them, I would definitely... I have tried them out. fruitlessly to get them to join the network. They basically just laugh at me every time I do it. They're way cooler than we are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you want to join? They're just like, ha. They're like, no, well, we're way cooler. We're in Portugal or wherever we're vacationing right now and Santorini and we can't, I can't be bothered with you. So. <laughs> Good <laughs> No, great account. Very yeah. cool account. Okay. For me, I went with um, YouTube accounts, uh, some Instagram pages. I kind of went all the breadth of, of the board gaming content creation world. And now, number five, the one that I picked, I picked this because of the impact it has had on me. Um, Unfortunately, this channel is defunct, right? They are not around anymore. But for the two seasons that they created Mm -hmm. content, Board With Life was the board game content creation channel that I, I don't know, measured everything else against Mm -hmm. uh, as far as entertainment. It was really the first kind of TV series created a you know it was a youtube series but it was like in episodes right like te- like a tv yeah. show and it was amazing it had such people as um 
Chris Bryan, who has gone on to be become a, a, a designer. Yep. A great designer. He was probably the brainchild behind this. And um, Ashley Birch, who uh, is very, very famous in the in the world of Hey Ash, What You're Playing on YouTube. She's also, I think she's in a Netflix series right now. I don't know what it's called, but I see her posting stuff all the time cool. about that. She's very, you know, famous and up there and stuff like that. And um, it's just a really, really good quality written, very humorous. Yeah. YouTube series. Yes, and if you have good. not seen it, totally go is. watch the first two seasons. There's also these little bits they would put out. And the Sherlock Holmes bit is just brilliant. Is, yeah. yeah. And, and, the and the bananagrams. Oh, my God. <laughs> if you don't care about the bananagrams bit, just go to the end after the credits <laughs> roll, and you will just be laughing forever. And so Bored with Life, obviously Bored spelled B-O-A-R-D, um, is a fantastic account channel on YouTube. So check yes, them out. All right, now, what about you? All right, I'm going to go with um, Paula Deming and Things Get Dicey. Things Get Dicey. I I really like her. I think she I think she's an actress. Um she's uh-huh. really she's also in that podcast Death by Monsters. Yes. Yes. But Great she's just like podcast. a really entertaining person in general, just like even listening I think um Sheer Boredom, Roberto interviewed her once. She was just like entertaining mm-hmm. on there. But these little She's also videos. also part of Watch It Played. Oh, yeah, Watch It Played. And But these videos that she does are like really funny. Like I think one of them recently was Evolution of a Gamer yep. or something. Yeah, that was really funny. There was yep. that Christmas one. Yep. I mean, it's it's hilarious. You're, and she's she's awesome. Very I like, find myself quality. going down like rabbit. Like when I watch yeah, one of her videos, I'm like, all right, I got to watch 30. Right. Because yep. they're all like five minutes. My like, favorite one ones. is the one where she's supposed to pare her collection down. Mm-hmm. And at the end of it, she ends up just getting adding games to her collection. <laughs> yeah. It's so fun. Right. She is. She very seems like good. someone like I want to be friends with. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> She's awesome. All right, Jeff. What about number four? My number four is an account called Son of Thunder Games. Son of Thunder. Um, and Thunder. Son of Thunder is run mostly by Nathan. It's Nathan and Tina are on the the account name, but um, Nathan does all these pictures, and the pictures that he takes are like incredible. Yeah. Um, they live out in. The middle of the you know west like Montana some you know they live out in like the middle of nowhere yeah so he like goes out and Kills takes people. these incre yeah, oh. yeah okay um takes these incredible pictures and like sets up these amazing things he's like taught me some cool tricks about like how to take pictures oh, and right. what to do I remember and you he's, said that. Yeah. um he's just really personable runs if you just like scroll through these pictures it looks like you know it's like how do you get this card in nature yeah you know, it's growing off of a tree you know and it's just like often participates they're really in the show. cool. Yeah, yeah, and he's he's an active listener and lo- and he's it's just a he's a nice person, takes incredible pictures, deserves more credit than I think he gets for taking these amazing pictures. Sure, because um, you know I, my pictures aren't good and you know people pictures are, are good. Able, Shut your face. The, pictures the, are good. His pictures are like this incredible <laughs> yeah, quality. Yeah, like, so, like Ben Kennard level yeah. pictures. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that is Nate over at Son of Thunder. Fantastic. My yeah. number four is an account that I have really, really, and I think all of us probably, once I say the name of this account, have really um, enjoyed seeing. And uh, the, the the woman on the account, runner, her name is Katia or Katia, or maybe they call her, she just goes by Katie, I don't know. She runs the account Board Game Art Creations. Oh, yeah. What she does, basically, she makes these mosaic pictures out of board game components. Bits and chits. Yeah, bits and chits. She just <laughs> makes, like, logos and... It's amazing. Um, just different pictures, like from board games, just out of these components, and it looks so. It, they're so great. It is one of my most favorite accounts to just look at. 
Mm-hmm. The, the artwork she does is so fantastic. She just recently did uh, the character Gilly from Too Many Bones. She's been recently working with publishers, and the publishers are seeing her, and they're like, I want you to make yeah, a logo of very my... Cool. Like, make our logo out of some working components. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. So if you if you like what, what she does, you can go check her out. I believe she um, offers for a small fee. She'll do this for you, I think. It'd be cool. I'd get a you mad know? board gamer. I know. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah. Cool. If we get a Gamecasters or a Gateway cool. logo yeah. made out of that, I would love that. I, yeah, again, tried cool. to get her into the Gateway Network as well. Um, and we're going to keep trying. So if you're listening to this, Katia or Katia, I'm so sorry if I'm messing your name up. But uh, we love your stuff around here. So that is my number four. Natalie, what is your number four? Uh, my number four, I'm going to go with board game stops. The snizzles. Um, they're just, I mean, <laughs> they do talk about board games. It's like borderline, you know, <laughs> yeah, <it laughs> their board borderline. game content, but um, they're just really entertaining to me. Extremely you know, entertaining. They're just really strong personalities and they're really funny and they make me laugh out loud when I listen to their and podcast. And that's rare. Especially enjoy when they talk about us. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. Yeah. Oh, of course it you makes do. This is why. And yeah. Jeff. And Jeff. Yeah. Don't yeah, listen to they talk, Jeff. Yeah, they, they talk always terrible Derisal. about me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 comments about the Mad Board Gamer. But they're just, I mean, they're just a really funny podcast. They're funny. They're funny in, and they're both, they're bo- like Natalie, extreme personalities and they're different. Right. Yes. Gabby is very Gabby's, goofy and like uh, he's got all these jokes. Yeah, and... like he's jokey and like just kind of really gregarious. And Jerry is just like really sour to his sweet, you know, yeah. and just making fun of people all the time, especially <laughs> right. especially uh, either if it's not Jeff, <laughs> it's yeah. Enrique. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's just a lot of fun to listen it to. The fun. episodes are quick enough that it's only you know thirty to forty minutes, yeah. and, and you're done with them. So mm-hmm. great, great. Also an in network member there. Uh, the board game snobs. Awesome. Jeff, what about you, man? Number three. Nice. My number three is an account called, which which I guess if you search this, you'd probably find like a million, but Board Game Meeple. Board Game Meeple. Yeah, you okay. would. I think you would find it. probably find but <laughs> that is his. He owns Board Game board Meeple game in that order. Nice. You can find Meeple Board Game or is it Board all one Meeple word Game. Or is it like board it's game? all one okay. smush. There's together. no underscores or anything smush. like that. Okay. Um, this is uh, Gareth, and uh, Gareth is over in the UK ah. and just runs a very personable account um he he does like lots of lives with people he brings people on talks to them about games um and he has a he has a big following on instagram but is talks to everybody um like messages with you chats with you about board games reviews board games and it's just it's you want to like be his friend and you want to talk to Mm -hmm. him and and Mm -hmm. i like those accounts those are some of my favorite accounts on on instagram that i feel like Oh, we could be friends. You know, yeah. it's one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hey, we're yeah. buddies. You right. know, so he he runs a great account. So that would be my board number game three. Meeple. Board game meeple. Awesome. Very cool. Number three for me is Rado. Rado. Yeah, Rado is so entertaining for me, and also I really like his format where he just plays through a game to give you the feel of it. And I, a lot of people, what they don't like about Rado, I kind of appreciate about him. He is zany. He's all over the place, <laughs> yeah. and he talks really, really fast and. So I can I can understand how some people would find that off putting. I love that because I feel like I get a ton of content and information really quickly. Yeah. Also, his podcast is fantastic if you are trying to look for new games to research. He goes through. I haven't listened in probably a month yeah, or two. Yeah, they're like hours long. They're very long. He only does like once a month or something. Yeah, he does once a month shows, but he will go through and just talk about all the games that are coming out and why he's interested in them. And I've found a ton of board games just listening to his podcast for mm-hmm. a couple hours. And he's just, I just really love his personality. I really identify with his style. Um, and I think he's just a great ambassador for the hobby. That's my number three, Rado. Jeff, what about you? Number two. Natalie. 
Yeah. Oh, Natalie, what are you number three? Wait, I just <laughs> want to say something too. I also really okay. like that Rado um, talks fast. I'm somebody who likes to talk fast too, yeah. and I don't, I don't like when people talk really slow because, <laughs> especially when I'm like in a, yeah, watching a like, video. Come on, come on, yeah, come on, come on. I just want to like fast forward it, but then I don't want to miss anything. You know, you know what, what people do for that? What? You, on YouTube, you can up the speed. Oh, you can? A lot, yeah. A yeah. lot of people will just be like, I listen to everything at double speed. Right. Okay. Because that's why that's I good Joe, to know. Joe listens to his podcast like, at like one and a half. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. People do we that. talk very fast. So that's, yeah, because that, I was like, I want them to be, I, I'm just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Move on to the next thing. Like, right. I don't care. You know, right. but, but Rado talks so fast that he's always already on exactly. the next thing. Exactly. That's yeah. why I like him too. Anyways, my number three, I feel like I'm going to steal this from you guys, but I'm going to say it anyway. Bad board game cover. Bad board game cover. talk about this. Guy filled Haitian sensation <laughs> yes but i mean this account is yeah. so fun he's done a bunch of competitions and brackets and one of my favorite things about accounts on instagram is when you get to interact with their account and so all of his stuff is either like you highly know, interactive it's yeah. highly interactive you're either like voting for somebody or or you know doing like a poll or or commenting how many stars you got on his little take a like lot of work to run photo contest i know but it's fun account. yeah no Channel? It feels account. like you're playing a account. game on account. his account. That's like my favorite thing about yep. it. <clears throat> Agreed. Very awesome. And really nobody does what he does. No. no. You'd think that more you people would like kind of copy him. I think him. some people do. And I think, I think they, it's a lot they of burn out because yeah. it's a lot of work. And it just, so he just seems to love to it. Great Phil. job, Phil. Phil. The Haitian. The Haitian sensation. Sensation. <laughs> Why do we call him that? Because that's, that's his personal account. That's his personal oh, okay. account. <laughs> Haitian sensation. sensation. I was like, is that okay? <laughs> yeah, because we made it up. Is that okay? <laughs> and we just, Phil, feels I'm so sorry, wrong. Phil. <laughs> that feels wrong. Yeah. All right. Fill up. Uh, Jeff, number two. <laughs> um, my number... So, bad board game covers would make my list if I was... But I want to highlight some other ones. Um, this is a guy named Will. Lives in Michigan. Lives near Ryan. Oh, oh I know yeah. this guy. And He's this part is, of the painting challenge. Yeah, part of the painting right. challenge. This is Three Little Meeples. Three Little Meeples. And one. Will just runs an amazing page. Again, really personable. Takes good pictures. Gives good reviews. Super nice um, Responds to everybody. And that, I just something I like on Instagram. I I, I love the Rados of the world, the Rodney Smiths of the world. I love those, those accounts for like getting... Getting a little more in depth into these games, or like you know, Mike Delizio on Dice Tower. I do like him. Like, I like listening to them sometimes. But you know, does anybody like in the board game big industry know some of these accounts? No, but they're awesome, and we should yep, know right. about them. So right. Will, Will's another one. Sure. Yeah, Three Little Meeples is a great account. So check out Will. Beautiful. Number two for me. Natalie stole it earlier in the show. It is Paula Deming, and things get dicey. Sorry. That's okay. More attention to Paula, it would be great. She's awesome. <laughs> I love her. I, Maybe I she'll watch, come on the show. I watch her YouTube. Yeah, we should. Honestly, we should. She interview said her. that she never says says never no. Says, to she doesn't say. Stop it. So we can, she never yeah, says no. Yeah, so. she. Well, she. Let's this is a busy email. woman. We've talked yeah. about before how Becca Scott is like. How is she so busy? Paula is the same way. If she's not doing things, get dicey or Death by Monsters or her Twitch channel mm-hmm. or. Um, um, what did I just say? She's doing with Rodney Smith. Um, watch it played. Play. You know, or she's. With, uh, what's that Matthew Jude show that he's got? Uh, this Game is Broken. She's, like, doing all these yeah. different things. I don't know how she has time for yeah. her What's husband, her job, you know? right? She's, just crazy. What, yeah. yeah, but I mean, it just but seems like she's doing like it pers- all yeah. day, every day, at nighttime. Yeah. She's you know, she's she's killing crazy. It. She's awesome. Her content is awesome. That's my number two. Things get dicey. Natalie, what about you? Okay, my number two is Jim Gamer. Oh, cool. Because yeah. Jim Gamer, he does, like, everything. everything. So he's got... An Instagram account, and I like his Instagram account. He takes some really nice pictures. He's got like some beautiful window that his table must be near because it always looks so <laughs> like window. scenic. Yeah, he and, does. and um, he did. He has a website. Yep. 
whatboardgame.com. Gateway member. Check that out. Um, He also did that like 24 hours thing that he got a lot of people involved in. That was really cool. Including us? Including us. That was really fun. Recently on Instagram, (laughs) he just did this thing where it seemed to be like when he's like traveling to work or something. I'm not sure. You know, he would post these pictures and be like, what board game do you see? You know, based on like the picture he posted. It was hard. Yeah, yeah, it was hard. I, I started out really easy. I got the first one, and I, one, like, oh, and I thought I was, like, I so sweet. And Me then too. I'm, like, the rest, I'm, like, ah. And he's, like, everyone got it right. And I'm, like, oh. I don't know. Yeah, I know. All. But, yeah. you know, he seems like he's trying to always come up with new ideas. And he's a really nice guy. And um, he's yeah, awesome. he's my number two. He's awesome. Yeah, we love Jim Gamer around here. Great. Yeah. Awesome. All right, Jeff, this is it. My number one. Number one. Number one board game content creator. Is this woman named Danielle. Who runs this account called The Games D Max Play? I thought she would be on your list. She is fucking it is hilarious. Really funny. Yeah, she it is, is really so funny. funny. What's and the name of it? it's called it's The called, Games D Max Play. There's yeah. a lot of periods in there. I'm not sure yeah, the, it might be The Period the Games Period D Max. Yeah, so she is so funny. And I think she, she, she does, does these reels, reels. She does these yeah. TikToks and moves really? them over. It's. I don't, I don't know. I just look at her Instagram. I, I know she has a, a TikTok and has probably maybe well, she, more following or whatever. But she posts on TikTok. She posts on Instagram. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I literally just saw a tiktok of her today have you and never, I've seen, never her? seen her before she's really so she's everywhere it was so. um roberto actually interviewed her a couple weeks ago oh, really? so you can check that out it on was, the sheer boredom account. the reason i saw it was i was on facebook and somebody posted one of her tiktoks in like the board game group or something mm-hmm. one of the facebook groups and was like if you don't watch this girl you have to it's awesome and was I, it like, her and her husband making fun of each other no it was, those I really it, was, it was like her really. like answering a question about like what what kind of board games do you like and how come and she's like talking while she's making cookies she's like baking mm-hmm, you know yeah. and but she's like saying it's, it was just really it's funny great. and i was and like who is this person there are lots she's of, awesome there are lots of reels or or tiktoks that, that i just kind of scroll by because I don't need, you know, a lot of these games are like two player recommendations and they're just like someone yeah. holding up games. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. I've seen that video, whatever. It's, I, I stop every time she posts something and yeah, I see funny. it on my feet because they're, they're funny. so funny. Whether it's her well, even, or okay, facial expressions them. or what she's yeah. saying or the music in the background, it just, right. and even it's sometimes so she's funny. not trying to be funny. Like there are times she yeah. does post yeah, some she where she's just funny, like talking, like here's what you do, and it's but she has this cadence to her voice that's really yeah. funny. In the I watched the interview that she had with Roberto. She talked about how. She normally has like purple hair, but like the last couple years, she's had normal straight hair. And she's like, this is, she's like, to you all, this is normal Danielle. She's like, to me, this, I don't know this person. This is weird. <laughs> she's like, I'm normally like a really crazy haired person. And yeah, so it's, she, she did, she's funny. She did just get, I, I'm, I forget the publisher, but she did just get a job, I think, working marketing ish kind of thing with a board game publisher wow, I think recently. So very cool. That's Congrats awesome. to her. Awesome. Yeah. Very cool. good. Check out all her. Yeah, Number one for me is we're going a bigger a bigger account. I, I we're talking about humor. All right, just a second ago, this has got to be the funniest. I, since I since I started in this hobby, um, I, this YouTube channel, their reviewers from the UK are the funniest. Oh, yes. They are the funniest yeah. guys about ever. And they're the the guys over at Shut Up and Sit Down. Yeah, so funny. Again, if you have not heard, uh, it's ridiculous if you haven't heard the of them right now. The Quacks of Quedlinburg. The Quacks of Quedlinburg one is hilarious. Crokinole is hilarious. They're all so funny and witty, <laughs> and it's like, what did Jeff say earlier about how like um, with his instant inbox, he's like, I've seen them all. You feel that you watch one of their episodes, you're like, okay, they've done it all. I've seen it all, and then the next one comes out, and it's yeah, it's like, that's how a good do they one. do this? They're funny. Quins is like the brainchild. And he's not just like a really funny reviewer. He's also very highly respected in the industry. He was flown out to 
uh, along with Tom Vassell, to um, very early on in the development of Mechs vs. Minions mm-hmm. to give his input mm-hmm. or what consulting on it. And it's because of him that the game is cooperative. Oh, he played really? the game and he was like, this is kind of cool. Make it a co-op. And they did. And it's like, not, you know, now wow. Mechs vs. He's also like an actor. He's been in movies. He, and like, really? In movies? Think so. No, I did not. Like, no, I, I did know. not know that. <laughs> really, he's definitely very charismatic. He's very good in front of the camera. Uh, he's very knowledgeable. He has this really great talk. It's like a TED talk on board games. I don't think it's actually a TED talk, but it's like that kind of format. Yeah. And it's just he's just a brilliant guy, and he's really funny. And I love him around here. I think we all do. Shut up and sit down is my number one. Natalie, what about you? Um. All right. Well, I'm surprised you didn't say this, so I'm going to go with my number one is Meeple People. I'll tell you why I don't have that, but go. Okay, but yeah, I mean, it's kind of like the Board With Life thing where, you know, they haven't put anything out in a while as far as, like, the YouTube series, but the YouTube series that they had was so well Great. done. It was so funny. You know, I was, it was, like, right up there for me with Board With Life. Yeah. And, um, and... In some ways, it was I more wish, well done. and I hope they do more, so go follow them or reach out to them or something so they can make Meeple more content comedy. for us. Yeah, the only reason I didn't put them on there, they're on my honorable mentions list, is because there's just so little content. I know. Like, there's, like if Bored with Life has only two seasons, they also have all these bits. So there's like a bunch of content. Yeah, that's you can, true. That's yeah. true. And, and their episodes are like 10 minutes long right, for each episode. Like two Bored with Lo- Meeple People Comedies episodes are like a minute and a half to yeah. two minutes. And there's only the one season and that's it. And there's nothing else. And they might not even ever come back. Right. You know, so they're awesome. But yeah. that's, that's the only reason it didn't yeah, make my list. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we got honorable mentions, guys. Yeah, I got mm-hmm. Day Night Dice, obviously. That was yep. my number six. Yep. We love them. Same. Yep. Um, Punkin 312. Uh, Steph. Steph, who works um, at... Uh, yeah, Board Game Geek. Board Game Geek. Mm-hmm. Um, just, if you're looking for just straight up reviews. Like, she plays games she plays and reviews game. them. She, she plays, plays all of them. She also takes so, really good photographs. Yeah, so she plays all the games. So if you're looking for something there. Better Half Reviews, they're hilarious. They've been doing, like, lip sync battles with people. They just have fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, Better Half Reviews is part it's of the. Our, They're a gateway member. Yeah. Our gateway member. Um, just this account, Little Meeples, not three yeah, little. No, meeples, yeah, no, right. Little Meeples uh, is is wonderful. You're following like family games and want to look at like what that kind of experience is. I had Jim Gamer on yep, there. Me too. Um, bad bad board game, game covers. covers I had on there. Kids Planning is an amazing account too. What Eric is playing, I could go on for lots of time. Lots of yep. times. All mine are, all mine have been covered in there. Things, so. Date night dice. I have before you play on there, oh, which yeah, is a really great. really good account. Uh, board game snob, secret cabal, meeple people comedy, bad board game covers. Jim gamer. I mean, there's a mil- we could go on and on and on yeah. and on. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we so miss many. you, we apologize and still love you. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. What about you, Natalie? You um, yeah, I got date night dice. Um, Rado, uh, fantasy ends and flights. Mad board gamer. <laughs> Oh, oh, suck up. <laughs> Professor Natalie Meg. just won the game. <laughs> Professor Meg is yeah. great. Natalie yeah. just won the game. Natalie gets 15 <laughs> yeah, extra uh, points. And Natalie wins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. So those are our top five. Not our top five. Those are five content creators we love. Yeah. Um, we could we could do this list next episode and have completely different ones. Right. And I'd yeah, feel just so as passionate many. about them. There's so right? a lot of good ones. But that's going to do it for us tonight. Everybody, if you'd like to get a hold of us, you can find us on Instagram at Gamecasters or at Mad Board Gamer. Both those accounts serve as the podcast. We also have a Facebook group. Just search Gamecasters. You will find us there. You can see all the hilarious memes that Nestor posts after every episode, which has become <laughs> a staple of the show yeah. that I yeah. look forward to every single Sorry, time. Sorry, Nestor, you're going to have to do this forever. Yeah, you, you're, yeah, you you're indoctrinated yep. now. You make us... 
like you crack up. Yeah, we every die time. laughing. Because it's all about us. <laughs> you can also email us at the Gamecasters Podcast at gmail.com. We have a Baron Board Game Geek Guild. Natalie refuses Natalie. to join. 3678 is the number of that guild. If you like the show, we would love it if you consider giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen that allows you to rate us. We also have a Patreon. If you want to support the show and see that sweet ass video that you might have missed uh, of monikers, feel free to head on over to patreon.com forward slash the Gamecasters. There is also a merch store where you can find all sorts of different Gamecasters, Mad Board Gamer, Gateway Gear. So please head on over to redbubble.com forward slash people forward slash Gateway Network. So for Natalie and Jeff the Mad Board Gamer, I am Ryan and you have been listening to The Gamecasters. Good night, everybody. Hello, 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 Natalie. Hello. Hello, 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 Ryan. Hello. Um, what okay. about me? Hello, hello, hello. hello. Oh, Jeff, hello. Oh. Hello, hello, hello. Thanks, Natalie. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>